What episode was this? 96? 97? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was trying to think. I was trying to think about it. 96? 96. Okay. All right. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> the back, everyone. The countdown and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do you say? So the countdown for that. Oh, yeah. Three, I was, I was, I was trying to think, like, wait, which episode is this? All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the latest episode of the PMB Podcast. This is none other than your boy, The Truth, from Baltimore, Maryland, in the building. All right, so this is episode what ninety six? We got ninety six. This yeah, nigga hit up. I'm coming with. I'm coming with the energy today, bro. Clearly, we, we close. We close to a hundred. You know, so I'm. I'm getting excited. Uh, we have big things planned, but before we get into all that, I like to introduce my co-host. Underneath me, with with the fresh braids, I got. Period. They not braids. They locks. They locks. Period. <laughs> <laughs> like nah, it's um. It's doing, it's doing, it's, Danny. doing it for huh? me. It's doing it for me. Thanks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the locks doing it for me. They're doing it for me. Oh, geez. Ooh, it is Sincerely C. Danny, a.k.a. the most recent host of PNB After Dark, a.k.a. The Tornado, a.k.a. The Hot Mess, a.k.a. The Dumpster Fire on IG. Um, what's up, everybody? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> next we got um right next to her uh well y'all can't see it on my screen but we got we know we got d blunt down hi. there what's up d blunt hi it's uh, you know what's the it's going <laughs> hi guys about the day and, and my man my man's up here with the greek background yeah you know I'm I'm, he's I'm on clearly on vacation <laughs> i'm on vacation i got my speedos on you all know what right saying? I'm, yeah. I'm looking to get on somebody's boat what the bitches be saying i'm trying to be on somebody's boat all that's right. me you know what's what funny is that you keep like going into this water so i'm just trying to figure out how you're able to you know, record underwater. It's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. No, we're going yeah. to figure it out. Don't even worry about it. We, 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 in, we in 20 and 20. We're going to get there. I was going to say. Man, look, well, this social Y'all ain't tired of this Zoom shit, man. I hate Zoom. I hate this this Zoom shit. When is outside about to be open, though? I'm trying to record a person. Man. Hey, look, look, no, nah, outside is already open for a lot of people. I was seeing people over at L'Oreal Plaza um, this past weekend Ew. out there, just outside eating like, like it was nothing, and they weren't yeah. even the 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 business tried to set up social distancing, but the tables were like right next to each other. Mm. Somebody could sneeze and and affect everybody. So yeah, yeah that, I'm food is, that food is trash there. So <laughs> hey, you just go for the margaritas. I ain't gonna hold I, I fuck with L'Oreal Plaza no. and, the, and the swirls. Mm-hmm. The swirls are great, but you can get swirls somewhere else cheaper. Let me know because I like swirls. Well, listen, man, we're outside over. We going. We going. Uh, see, Danny. Okay. I just want to. I just want to swirl. We there's this place in New York called Blockhead. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fire. It was fire. They had the best. Um, it was like peach, uh, margarita Ooh. and sangria drinks. It's like oh, anyway. Now nah, New York be lit with the brunch. I, I I remember the last time I went to New York got the brunch. Man, I look. I was I was feeling like a, a IG honey. At, at brunch, man, I was lit off the mimosas. You was Delianse. Were you in? Okay. <laughs> or were you Delante? Oh, you said Delianse. Delianse. I was like Delianse. Oh, that's the that's the woman. We were trying to figure out what his name. Delianse. Yeah. That's when you go to serve. Yeah. I was right. lit. I was lit for sure. You were for in sure. Harlem. Where were you? I was yeah, Spanish Harlem. 
That's where I used to live. Come on, down second and third. Blah, da, 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 da. Nah, them blocks, <laughs> them blocks long as shit. Like right? so, mm-hmm. the longest blocks. The longest. Yeah. The longest. But no, it was wow. it was definitely a good time. Gotta get back up there. Shout out to my New York Brooklyn people. Is there? But what are we talking about today, man? Well, um, as you guys, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. As you guys know, it is June, which is Pride Month. So one of my favorite months, but at the same time, Pride isn't happening because of coronavirus. So um, one of the many things that's not happening. Yes, one of the one of the many things, and also like (laughs) one of the best times for everybody, not just people who are part of the community, but also for allies, is not happening. So yeah, I'm a little sad because it was supposed to be this upcoming weekend, but um. We decided as as a group that we were going to go ahead and designate this um, this episode to the uh, to Pride Month and like just what that means to everybody. So I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of stoked forever for for this whole thing. Yeah. And before we even get started, thank you for speaking like being our resident <laughs> educator. It sounds so weird to say, but like for real, because resident I have, educator. I have friends, and I feel like. I obviously am an ally of the LGBTQ plus community, but at the same time, like I know what I know because of them and I probably haven't done my quality due diligence to really understand everything on all fronts and all capacities. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's necessary when it comes to supporting and being an ally, but it's also, I feel like important to have as much knowledge as you possibly can to combat people who don't understand who don't agree who don't Mm -hmm. whatever you know what i'm saying so it's important to stay um educated for that very reason yeah i think i think honestly one of the most important things is like you don't have to know everything but you just have to keep an open mind right like i don't know everything even as somebody who you know is part of the community like i i don't fucking know everything and i don't i don't try to act like i know everything but Mm -hmm. i'll be the first person to say like if i do know something that i'll speak up or you know, I'll preface it with like, hey, I'm not like, I'm not actually part of this community per se, but like, these are the experiences that I've had with people of this community or the context that I've gotten from doing the research and, and following like certain people and that kind of thing to be able to have their perspective in my mind. So I can, I can speak to it if necessary. Right. Yeah. So like, just like to kick everything off though, I just, the very first thing that I wanted to ask everybody, like, just as you know pride month we know it happens we think about rainbows we think about fucking scantily clad girls and boys <laughs> running the streets and everything in between but like i just wanted to see just from um just from y'all's perspective like what is what is pride like being outside of the community like what does that mean to you when it comes around like what does it represent to you well okay right, i'll go first sure. So I never, I've never participated like in like a you know pride parade or anything like that. But I am typically out, um, in the streets like on on weekends, right? So you know when pride hits DC, you know most of the time like the parade and stuff like that is like a Saturday throughout the day, so it's like brunch hours. So you get to see you know people out um, celebrating, um, you know their community celebrating their like their accomplishments and you know like the strides that the community as a whole is taking. So you know it's dope. It's definitely dope to see. Um, you know, it's always busy. I think it's it's really cool living in a city and like an area that is more progressive, uh, where you know folks that may live in who I don't know. Let me just pick a random place, Montana. You know, they may not necessarily have like large pride events, but they could fly into like a DC or a New York, and maybe like even a Miami to celebrate with people that are part of their community. You know what I'm saying? I think 
that everybody, no matter what you align to, and not even just sexual orientation, but anything outside of that, you know, you want to be around people that are that are similar, uh, that experience the same struggles and the same, like, um, you know, just just experience like the same like lifestyle, essentially. You know what I mean? I think it's really dope that we live in an area where not only is pride welcomed, but it's it's a large event. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know that. Um, like I said, like on the, was it like the ninth, the ninth and U Street area where like Nellie's and stuff like that is mm-hmm. like, it's always even cool to just be out there just doing a regular, just any regular weekend outside of just prior where there's quite a few like, um, like gay bars and stuff like that in that very corner. So, you know, you get to see, you know, people that may not necessarily align to you, to align where you are in a, in a, like, in, as far as like sexual orient, uh, sexual orientation or whatever, just being able to congregate and have a space where it's safe, you know, they could, you know, they have their own fun. And I think once again, like I said, originally, I think we all strive for that. Like we all want to be welcomed. We wanna, all want to be accepted, no matter, you know, what we believe in and who we are. So, you know, just all in all for me, you know, I, I think it's dope that it's something that folks can come to DC and say, yo, I'm going to DC pride because we live in such a progressive, at least, from the outside, it seems that right. we live in a, in, a, in a progressive area where, you know, obviously we need to take strides in, in a lot of areas. But, you know, it's welcomed here. You know, you're not, you, you know, when pride comes around, you know, I feel like, you know, people part, that are part of that community don't necessarily have to worry about being ran on the streets. Guess what? We out here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, that's really what it means to me. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I would say for me... Um, I guess the question was, you know, how does it feel as a person outside of the pride community? When I think about communities and I always say like, you know, I don't like to put labels or use categories, whatever, but the reality of the world is that, you know, we are placed in different categories and labels are placed upon us. Um, I actually have participated in pride for the past two years. well, like the, the parades and stuff. Um, I don't consider myself outside of the community. I mean, I have a lot of friends within the community. So um, in that, like, I don't, I mean, I, I, I hang out with them. Um, you know, I, I, I go to different places. You know, I, and I, I honestly have gone to places since college. I remember... Um, my first experience at a at a gay club, and it wasn't it wasn't the best experience. But <laughs> I feel like you talked about yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, men are still, men are still trash, no matter. Yeah, their yeah, nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, nonetheless, men are still trash. But um, I remember the town. I think it's closed now, but the yeah, town closed it. Yeah, the town that that was that was a wild experience for me. But um, I felt a little out of place, obviously, because you know you walk in the door, you see something you've never seen before, but. At the same time, like at College Park, at um, there's a bar right next to the university called Turpin Turf now, and that was like a, a huge like, um, and I want I want to make sure and cor- always correct me if I'm wrong if I'm using the wrong terminology. It was a huge like homosexual bar, like I mean that's that's where they all congregated. Just like a gay, just a gay bar. Yeah, yeah, gay bar. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> like. And, and that's that's what I want to get more to because like I don't I, yeah I, I want to be politically correct and I think I think that's where it starts right I'll, I talked about education on the previous episodes so for me like I just want to be politically politically correct we talked we talked about Black Lives Matter 
we talked about microaggressions. We talked about the proper use and education of words. So like when to use, is, is it okay to use gay? You know, yeah. I know, I know not to use words like, you know, faggot, but ah, like, you know, but you know, I know not to use words like that, but like, you know, is it appropriate to always use gay? Is it a, is it appropriate to call someone a homosexual? Just like, you know, calling a woman a female, you know, that, that mm. we, we just say, Hey, you know, this female, but that, that could be offensive. Cause it could be, to, yeah. me, to me, it reminds me of like when you're like your coworkers go out their way to say African-American. <laughs> right. Instead of just saying that's... black. It's like, bro, just like, bro why are you black. saying so many syllables for, because, for literally one, word, one, one word? Because, because, but I can understand where David's coming from. Cause even as a, as a, like a, a straight man, like, you know, we coming up as kids, we used to work, use the word gay negatively. So like right. now that you're conditioned to say, oh, to move, remove yourself from saying words that are like hurtful about people that aren't part of your necessary community, gay sometimes get like wrapped into that because we used it negatively coming up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just like, that. just like white folks, when they say like, when, like they can understand what, depending on how you say it, Black can be negative. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that black black man over there versus look at that black man. He's you know he's a nice. You know what I'm saying? Like the way you use it, the way it's said, like the tone changes things. So I can understand. Like even me, I never I never say homosexual. Like I'm super comfortable saying gay. But I can understand how if it you know it's always the negatively, yeah. the yeah. context mm-hmm. can be misinterpreted. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? yeah, I mean, I would say most people would just prefer you say gay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like homosexual is just like so extra yeah, I mean, it is it is almost like too correct right. right you know what i'm saying because my thing is my thought and this i mean this sounds so like elementary but like if in the 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 acronym the lgbtq if g stands for gay then why can't you just say it? why not just use it right. yeah like if they yeah. use it then just use it right just yeah. use the term but i understand i completely understand i get it um yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, um, that's pretty much that's that's it for me. Like, but you're, an, yeah. you, I would consider you an ally then. Like you don't have to be like I wouldn't say you're part. You're not part of the community because you don't fit right. yeah. under that umbrella. But you are still an ally to the community, which is just as important in my opinion. But yeah, right. yeah, for me, um, I've always just remembered it as being like this huge celebration um, of identity of difference of. Um, kind of unity in a sense where like if nobody else is going to support us if nobody else is going to have our backs then we're going to do our absolute best to support and you know and I guess be allies for each other right um and be that sense of um togetherness I do remember one time when I really realized that like this was it was that pride month is a global thing Mm -hmm. um was when I actually went to Rome for the first time, this was like 2012. Me and my dad stayed at this um, like really dope hotel. It had like this interesting, like half moon kind of shape. And on the outside of the hotel, there was like this big fountain. And then there was like the main street. And one day we had gone out. I think we went to see the Coliseum that day. And we came back and there were these huge buses like all you saw were, um, you know, were rainbow flags and like a whole bunch of just people out in the middle of the streets. Um, obviously, we couldn't read the words, um, you know, the, right. pride, the words Pride Month or whatever on the shirts and like, but 
there were so many people out there were guys in speedos these big beautiful like wings um there were tons of like penis balloons like just <laughs> just stuff so me and my father are looking at each other like is it, it is this like a, i mean clearly it was obviously like a parade mm-hmm. or like a celebration of sorts but it just i just say all that to say that it just it didn't really shock me but it was one of those things where like i've always known pride month to be an American thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so to really be able to see that it has kind of reached and crossed bounds because it's not like there are only, you know, um, you know, those pe- people who within the LGBTQ plus community that are in the United States, right. they're everywhere. Literally. You know what I mean? Um, and so it was just great to see and to know that in a space like Rome, which made me actually love and appreciate it even more that they had the freedom to to be able to do that because in a lot of, um, in a lot of countries, you know, that is not a thing, especially if they are based in really deep rooted religious, you know, connections and stuff like that. And I was not expecting it, but it was so beautiful and nobody was bothering them. I didn't see any, you know, resistance or anything like that. It was just, it was an opportunity for, again, for them to kind of celebrate themselves and, you know, kind of unify and things like that. But at the same time, I know that that's probably not the original intent mm-hmm. of Pride Month. Um, I'm sure that it's rooted in um, like resistance in a sense or like having to defend themselves um, over, you know, a group of people that clearly did not appreciate and respect it. Um, not to necessarily compare it to what was this past Saturday. Right. <laughs> but, um, but in a similar form where, you know, it started off as, protests and continue to be the protest but at the same time once they painted them streets people came out and started dancing they had the go-go tr- uh, little tractor trailer right and it became <laughs> and it became a whole like celebration of blackness and um and so that's kind of the the dual-sided um understanding that i have yeah five months. i mean it's crazy for me because i just came out last year like right so before obviously I came out like I've always had a like an affinity and like an allyship towards people in the community like I have lots of gay friends I have trans friends like it and it doesn't mean any different to me like we've talked about it on the podcast many times like how I'm raising my kids to be like very accepting and that kind of thing because none of that shit ultimately matters and people should be happy in any shape way or form that they please to be as long as it's not harming anybody else but I, I mean, I've gone to Pride now several times and it's always been like exactly what you said, like it's a huge party, it's a celebration, all of that. And, you know, we recognize that as such, but we also don't really like pay attention or think about like where it came from. But after I was so excited to celebrate this year because I came out after Pride last year. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, this, this upcoming year, like I can actually like celebrate it like in a big mm-hmm. way. And, you know, not like that it really even matters because anybody who knew me before I came out, quote unquote, nothing changed. Like, I'm exactly the same person that I've been my entire life. So it's nothing that really surprised anybody, which is hilarious Um, (laughs) because I just I see myself as kind of like a very androgynous type of person in a lot of ways. So people don't really fucking know. I think most people assume that I'm a lesbian (laughs) 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 just based off of the way that I look and dress, which is fine. but it's just now gotten to a point where, like, obviously I can't celebrate it. But at the same time, like, it's still a month where I wanted to recognize it. Like, I still want to, like, maybe, like, have, like, a little pride day with, like, my kids. And, like, just, like, be able to have something for 
us to be able to celebrate something that means a lot to so many people, even though we can't do it on such a large scale. And, you know, I've talked about it before, like, we are very gay in this house. And I don't, it's, (laughs) it's not, it's not like a crazy, like, I'm not, you know, some people are like, oh, why would you expose your kids to that kind of thing and all that kind of stuff? Like, I don't know if people understand or not, but the gay community have, well, just the entire community, queer, gay, lesbian, you know, trans, all of those people have such a tight knit community and have so much like love and respect for one another, whether they hate each other or not. And that's something that exposing my kids to whether or not they can be very raunchy because child, they say a lot of shit. There's always like this, like enveloping feeling of like, they still love one another, even though they're competing with one another, even though they fucking are catty and like gross towards one another at the end of the day, like they still claim themselves as family. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from a lot of shit. But like, we also fail to recognize like the reason why pride is even a thing is because a black trans woman is the one who started this whole thing to begin with. And it's not just some big fucking party. And I think that this all kind of then ties into you know, what's going on now, right? Because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of conversations I think happening that is, they're they're excluding the people who kind of like set a lot of these initial foundations for um, like movements like the Black Lives Matter movement, like, which I think is crazy because they cut out an entire, like Black queer people exist. And for some reason, it seems like a lot of conversations kind of like exclude them. Like, and I, I guess maybe, what I'm trying to say is like, what do you guys think about that take? Like, I, I look at it from a very biased perspective because I think it's mm-hmm. unfair because me as a queer black woman, I know that at this rate, I've been out there and I've, I've fought for black people, all shapes, you know, sizes, colors, forms, and in and, mm-hmm. and, and any way that I can. So it's just now getting to the point where, why is, why is there such an exclusion for a certain type of people just because there are certain biases in place? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's an almost, mm, I, I don't understand. I don't really know and understand it. I feel like for a very long time, there has been a level of disdain for, um, you know, people within the, like the queer community, I guess, or I, I don't, without LGBTQ as long as Jack, they're right. shorter. I would, like, say, you know what I'm saying? I would just say the queer, like, honestly, okay. like, cause I, I think that, that kind okay, of, it's like a larger umbrella yeah. for the it entire brings thing. It together. Yeah. Okay, bet. Cause saying that joint was wearing me out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a literal tongue twister. Like I want to be as, like Jason said, like I want to be as, not really PC, but just as respectful as possible right. because I would also want someone to call me a black woman, not a an African American female or like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. a person call of color. me what I am. Exactly. Because oh, I'm not that. Um but anyway, <laughs> um I, I really do. Like I mean the same way that um Renee was kind of talking about how like growing up it was always seen as a negative to be considered gay. Like that that always had this negative connotation connected to it. And I think that whether people believe it or not like there are we within our our race have our own level of disdain and or hate within each other whether it's colorism or it is you know whether you are you know more in interested in women or more interested in men or as a man being interested in men or being interested in both like it is what it is right um and I, I feel like there's a level of of hate again within our community that we don't 
um, we don't respect each other enough to to see each other as who we are and to see each other as just black people. You know right. what I mean? Um, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know what you guys think and I don't want to cut anybody off because y'all know I could talk about this shit for days. Um, it's just one of those things, I guess, like with my, with my upbringing, like my dad was very like, he was very much so that military man, like that stereotypical, like military said the f word that Jason said very. <laughs> my bad. Oh, it's just, my it's, bad. Just an, it's just an aggressive ass word. Yeah, it is. It is. Um. Uh, but like he used to be that type of person, and like I understand, like within the black community, especially, I don't, I can't single out, you know, just black folks because obviously homophobia and all of those other things run rampant in all communities, but. I guess since I, I, you know, consider myself part of the black community, I see it in the black community. Um, but he was very much so like, you know, was raised in the church, um, would never like, would never have really associated himself with those types of people, said, mm-hmm. said certain things like freely mm-hmm. and disrespectfully, not thinking that it could harm or impact anybody. And like, it's as, as easily as I can say that, I can say that I'm proud of my dad because he's grown in a lot of ways um since then but just like knowing that that's actually like one of those things where it's kind of instilled in people and that they just have to kind of accept it and 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 roll with it because of of what are the words them what's the word i'm looking for uh like kind of like preconceived notions right like they just they're just instilled in you from a young age like i i don't I wasn't raised in the church so i don't fucking know like i'm just Mm -hmm. one of those people who like i was born and then it was just like all right danica do what you want to do like you're your own yeah. person but what are you like what are your guys' experiences were you taught like a different way like did you I know like specifically Caitlin and Renee and well and Dave and I guess all three of you guys like like religion and Christianity is like was important to you I know Renee you're a convert but like at you know at the core of your life and like your upbringing like what yeah. what were the takeaways that you got as children like growing into mm. adulthood oh well I, I, so, like, you oh. want to go first no, nah, because I didn't answer the, the last joints. The the question about okay. um, I guess it was the question why about, black people leave don't. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so I guess it kind of coincides. Yeah. It does because yeah. really, honestly, a lot of it has to do with the, do with the church. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess we could answer it all all in one. So I will say that I personally, I think once again, I think sometimes when you're not part of a group, you often like forget that there's a group that exists in a sense you know what i mean like so for me i can't necessarily say that i i've noticed people specifically leaving out gay folks out of like a black lives matter movement or when we talk about like police brutality which we know is absolutely like important because we know that there's plenty of trans people that have been killed by the police or have even just disappeared like i was reading a story the other day of a trans woman that they her last um she got arrested and I think they said they like dropped her off somewhere in the middle of nowhere and she hasn't been seen ever since. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we know that that community is impacted just as much as anybody else. Now, I will say, I think that maybe some of the reason behind that could be because people view race as the first thing. So it's mm-hmm. like you're black first. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I don't, you know, because of how like the brain works and hormone, like I don't know how all that shit works. But just from the outside looking in, I would imagine it's the first thing we see is colored, black. You know what I mean? When you're driving down the street, I don't know if the like police officers necessarily see like a gay man or a gay woman. You know what right. I'm saying? They see 
a black man, a black woman, or anybody in between that. So I think that's probably maybe some of the reason behind that. But at the same time, you're right. Like, if you don't recognize that there's like a subculture, uh, is that is that the right thing? Subculture? I wouldn't even call it subculture because I think that as being like underneath black, like it's 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 not that? black. It's 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 just it combines. Like there, you can't you don't choose one or the other. Like of course, with well, seeing with seeing seeing blackness, it's different. Mm-hmm. But I, I, well, I guess like under like okay, so you know, let's say race was like the thing that we see on the umbrella right. up top. Like then we break out into like man, woman. Then maybe we break out into like I don't know. Then we maybe break out into like sexual orientation. Like I don't know how you would even even rank that. Maybe we can say the hierarchy. Like in the hierarchy is how people look at you. At the right. first thing they see is race, and I think maybe that's what it is. Is like I'm not leaving you out necessarily, but ultimately you're black. So that is we're just gonna bucket it all together. Where maybe right. that's, where we that's not fair. You know what I mean? But like I said, I personally can't necessarily speak to that now for the other question i definitely will say that fortunately for me growing up in a church i did not experience a lot of um homophobia um you know being you know being panamanian being latin being west indian like all of that combined in that specific community absolutely like i never forget one time so I had a cousin that died from a domestic violence and she actually got shot uh, multiple times in the head by her Yikes. her uh, her boyfriend um, at the time. This was years ago. I was maybe like, maybe like 11. So it was a second cousin of mine. So it was my mom's cousin. We went down. This was in Norfolk. We went down. We went to the hospital. And I walked into the room. I walked into like the waiting area. And it was like family that I knew. Some family I didn't know, like distant family. And it was like boyfriends and girlfriends of like family mm-hmm. and it was a guy there and he was like he was like hey what's up man what's your name and I was like Renee and the first thing he said to me he was like man what kind of faggot name is that okay and Ooh. I turned to him I was like I, bro I was maybe like 11 at the time or 12 and I remember my mother and my my mother my, I don't think my dad was there at the time but my mother went off like Good. just for using that type of language, you right. know what I'm saying? Especially towards a child. Not to say that it's like towards accept- a child acceptable yeah. in any anyway, but right. still, but, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. even that, that may be like aware of how people like speak to people they don't even fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I didn't I didn't grow up necessarily in, in a in a homophobic space. Yes, there are words, yes, there are slurs that I've heard, um, you know, from family or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like and most of it, to be honest with you, like it, it wasn't like a um because like homosexuality is like a taboo thing in the culture that I come from, like I, I know it exists, but like even when I heard it being talked about, it wasn't like the like some of the extreme shit that you hear where it's like in like a vile way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it wasn't like, yo, kill gay people. It was just like mm-hmm. maybe like little jokes and little stuff like that. But it was never nothing where it was like serious. And, you know, even my family, like my sister, my oldest sister, she she was gay. I said was, you know what I'm saying? She was in a relationship with a woman for quite some time. You know what I mean? So that's something that we dealt with and it never was a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it never was a thing. Like my parents didn't shun her. They weren't like negative about it. Even me, I thought it was like at first, I was like, that's kind of weird. Like my, I knew my sister my whole life. She dated guys. She was married. She got out of that marriage. And like she has a girlfriend. But I was like, that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't nothing that I looked at any different. I still my sister. As long she's as, still the same person. Still the same person. As long as whoever she's with treats her right. It's fine. And now she dates a guy and she lives with a guy now. You know what I'm saying? So Man. I understand how love is love and you can bounce back and forth. You not you don't have to be locked into one thing. Um, but I'm happy that I grew up in a house where she was accepted for who she was, you know, or who she is. 
Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand. I mean, the church will fuck you up. Your culture will fuck you up. But I just did not grow up in a space like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. I would say for me, growing up, um, my dad is very religious. Very, 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 very Christian. Like, um, I can call him today and be like, Dad, I need a verse. And, and like, literally, I was talking to him last week. And I talked to him for about an hour and a half. But before I got off that phone, um, he was like, look, son, Luke 16, 18 to the end. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, you couldn't let me get away. But um, and 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 obviously, you know, the Bible teaches certain things like, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah and, and, and all those stories and, and stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, and yes, I was I was brought up in a Christian household, like I was saying. Yes, I was taught those those things, um, but I was never taught to hate people, which is has always been weird to me because it's it's part of the reason why I stopped going to church, to be honest. Because um, I would I would go to church and I would encounter people who who legit hate people. Yeah, you know, mm. like like it, it's. I, I used to make a joke in college, like, you know how, uh, you know, you go to the parties on Saturday, and then on Sunday, you see the girls in, in their party, party dresses. That's church every weekend. Yeah, yeah. like, like I, would, I would see that the same people in church are the ones out here spreading hatred. Mm-hmm. So it, it never really was, and ne- I never understood, like, how they could stand in front of God. And say that they love people and and support God's message, and then you know leave church and be like, oh, I'm fuck with gay people. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, 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 I was doing, I was doing all kinds of debauchery last night, and mm-hmm. it ain't make no difference. No, them, what's for them gay folks though? As if, no, as if sin, uh, sin, quote unquote, is is any is different. If you get you know bust down, you get bust down. Don't matter who it's coming from. Like it's the same. <laughs> right. It's the same. Man, man woman, whomever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no, your my level of wrong, quote unquote, again, right, right, is right. way different. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, I, I my parents never had conversations with me about it. Again, pretty much grew up in church. Um, I don't really remember it past before any time before eleven. Um, I joined a church uh, when I was eleven with my mother, and had been there until I was twenty five, twenty four, twenty five. Um, and you know, kind of off and on in the sense going to college, experiencing some other things, you know, just different things like that. But I never remember like having a conversation with my mother or my mother being like, "This is right, this is wrong, this is," you know, what I mean, from from a very like religious perspective. My mother has always talked about you know respecting people and loving people and you know kind of all of those things. Um, but honestly, it wasn't until I kind of crossed friend groups. Um, that I understood that there are like Christians that like just don't rock with like any of it. Mm. Like and, the fire, the fire and brimstone. Yeah, it's thing. it's but it's but it's very passive. Mm. It's very passive. So it comes off as like I've heard people say like I would have a conversation about one of my dear friends from high school that we were friends since middle school. We ended up not really being close um, after a while, but not for any particular reason. We just grew apart. But anyway, um, 
I had a, a friend group that, um, you know, stood on one side of the fence, if you want to call it that. And um, I remember having conversations about this young man and he never came out. He never said that he was gay, but like, we we just like I just it was one of those things that I knew right and I what, just think what, he didn't feel comfortable with coming said. out yeah and I just don't think he at that time felt comfortable coming out mm-hmm. and it was perfectly fine um but they recognized those differences in him and I heard them in several occasions be like ew or why are you supporting x y and z or why are you okay with that or why is it and that was the moment when I was like I don't I really don't understand because what what frustrates me about about Christianity is is two things and I tell this to people all the time because y'all know me I will I won't scripture you down but I will pray you down I will encourage you down I will like that's just who I am um but it's on the basis of relationship not religion religion to me is something completely different than relationship and for me choosing to have a relationship with God is my absolute choice. And um, it is one of those things that has helped to keep me positive. Even when I don't feel positive, it's helped to keep me, um, you know, with a level head. <clears throat> it's helped to keep me grounded. It's helped to keep me focused. Like that is for me what it is. Um, but to me, the religion is the rigidity of, um, of antiquated rules of, um, you know, this, this regimented kind of thing that is not based and rooted in love. And I cannot stand when Christians say that they do not support, um, you know, the queer community at all, because I tell people all the time, it does not matter who you are. It does not matter what you've done. It does not matter what you've chosen to live like, what you've chosen to be like, it does not matter who you are, period. The, what, the thing that I know and that I um, cling to is the fact that Jesus loved everybody. He was cool with everyone. He loved and appreciated everybody's differences and he supported people in that. You know what I'm saying? Like he had his particular opinions about certain things. Yes, but he did not um, project those onto people and spew out, spew out hate at the root of relationship to me is love. And that is relationship with anybody. That is relationship with friends. That is relationship with whatever higher power you believe in. That is relationships, whether it's romantic, like there is love that needs to be to be shown. And um, while, again, I never really had even getting older, I, I didn't necessarily have a conversation with my mother about anything or like ask her any questions because it, it was one of those things where I made a, you know, I am making a choice to love. And I know that she supports that as well. Mm-hmm. So we're all in this together. Um, and again, it was never one of those things, but it's it's almost one of those things I was talking about about my friend is like what's not spoken is is understood. So we understand that it's important to love people um, no matter what. And I absolutely like all of my friends who, you know, identify as either, you know, lesbian, gay, whatever the case may be, bisexual, transgender, any of those things. Um, you know, I love and support them. And I I would never, ever, ever in my life choose to impose religion on anybody just because that's not even my my thing it's yeah and it's unfortunate that that they do that because it completely misconstrues the idea of what the black church what church is in general Mm. um and and I, i think people get it twisted all the time and 
um, yeah, people have people have the black church wrong, and that's church in general. But yeah. people yeah. have it so can, wrong. Can I say something really quickly? Uh, just yeah. to piggyback off of that, so there's a lot of similarities between talk for me talking about like racism, and then and then talking about uh, homosexuality and and the pride community and 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 including every everyone and everything, right? Um, because like Caitlin, going back to your point there's there's a certain way you just treat people in general yeah right it, yeah. It, i don't it doesn't matter like what you look like what you feel like mm-hmm. you know what it it, it should it shouldn't matter it really shouldn't matter yeah. we're always going to have our prejudgments when i see you you know i'm gonna be like damn you fat that's a prejudgment you, you oh my I mean? god no, I'm, I'm you, SAT or PHAT? What's happening? You you know what I'm saying. You say either. I just I just want to say either. Either or. But I'm I'm saying. I'm just I'm saying, I'm sure I just wanted to I'm know. My man said he he's not he's not gonna put himself out there. You, you get the same reaction. Listen, yeah, way. he's not going. Choose he's choose not going to choose, choose your story. Listen, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, but but what I'm saying is like <laughs> you you know you're you're naturally going to have those prejudgments. Um, yeah. So like it's it's very important for you to just not be not succumb to those prejudgments and i think when you talk about like the bible and religion and and some of these other types of religions as well white people with racism literally weaponize religion to control people absolutely and and people don't understand this is why i tell people education is key the church was always ahead of the state the the church Mm -hmm. always controlled all these other countries up until like the 1800s when England finally overthrew like the Pope or whatever became the Protestant nation. Which they really just created the same shit, but just England. Yeah, yeah. right. What became, yeah. So it's like religion has been weaponized in a way, uh, aside from, from true Jesus teachings and, 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 and uh, Islamic teachings, it's been weaponized to control people. And that's, that's the thing that like, I feel like the black community does against people who identify themselves within this community that we're speaking of because we take it like oh in the bible the god used sodom and gomorrah so you can't be a homosexual when i'm like well the white people taught you in the bible there's no exodus so slavery is right Mm. you know what i mean so it's like and on top of that you cannot you cannot compare today in many cases, right. there are some similarities in in certain things that you can find, you know, t- re- uh, relationship to today. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, stuff like that, read, go back, like <laughs> read the whole chapter. Don't take a little section and assume that that is correct. You you don't don't pull out. I mean, it's just like to me, like with the media, like you hear a headline or you you find out about a story, but you don't really dig click, deep click enough bait. to really get it. Exactly. Enough. Right. Exactly. You don't get the research that you, or don't do the research enough to understand what's going on, but you pull what you think exactly mm-hmm. the clickbait is, what's going to be hot, mm-hmm. what's going to make sense, what's going to ruffle feathers, and then you bring that forward. And that, to me, does and, not make and it. And I will say that, yeah, no, I was just going to say, you know, I definitely just want to be clear that it ain't just Christianity. Like, if, oh, we look not. at religion just across the board, like, yeah. That is, it's a very like common theme that that is not necessarily accepted, but when people speak it. But I think you know, even growing up Christian and and me aligning how I do now, we compare both books and really, you know, I, you know, when when people 
there's a story in the Bible, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it like a story where like the Pharisees went to Jesus and it was like, yo, how do I get to heaven? And mm-hmm. it was like, it's two things. It's believe in my father and treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah, the goal, and, I, and that is just the common theme across all religion. Like regardless of what God you pray to, what God you believe in, I believe that in all religions, the ultimate goal is to treat your neighbor how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it should be. You know what I mean? Re- regardless if, you know, the, the way that we may necessarily practice may isolate people. Mm-hmm. If that's, if you want to continue to do that, that's, that's on you. That's fine. But as far, far as me as a human being, I know what's right and I know what's wrong and I know how to treat people and I know how not to treat people. And ultimately I need to treat people the way that I want to be treated. I don't want to be walked outside and be persecuted for being black. I don't right. want to walk outside and be a persecuted for wearing glasses. So who am I to turn around and persecute somebody for who they love and who they choose to love? You know what I'm saying? Like, it never made sense to me that every day you could get up and you could tweet Black Lives Matter and you could talk about police brutality, but at the same time, you could condemn a whole nother group of folks that are experiencing the same similar injustices. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you with, can't and pick and choose which battle because ultimately, if yeah. we get this straight, you're pulling everybody else up together. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I, I understand. Now that I'm saying it, I understand what you're saying, Danica, how it can become disjointed. But ultimately, we're all fighting for the same shit. We all literally want to be treated like human beings. And, right. and that's just the thing that we're, like, gets lost in all the different groups and, like, you know, this rally and this parade. But it's really we're all fighting for the same thing. We just want to be mm-hmm. treated like fucking human beings. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can't fight for you, Dathan, and then turn around and say, well, I'm not going to fight for the gay dude that lived next door. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't make sense. And, yep. and just to, I mean, just to keep it 100, like, growing up, you know, I was I was brought up in, a, in, in an anti-gay community. I mean, mm-hmm. you growing mm-hmm. growing up in the 90s, Rap, <laughs> yo, right, right, right. Just being a black, hey, just being a black man. You, you go black back, man, you go back to, and listen to some of DMX's tapes. DMX would not, would get canceled immediately, immediately these days. Like, and you know, just just the language and the slang we use in the '90s, especially like growing up through that. I can I can fully tell you, like, I was anti-gay just just off of the the persona I was given off, right? You know, you using the F word and 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 saying gay this gay. Sorry, that. One of my favorite Nas lines has a big F bomb in the middle of that. Yikes. I, what you, I've been I've been rapping that joint my whole entire life and I've never thought about like how wild that joint sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my man said my style switches like an F bomb, but not okay. bisexual, not intellectual. <laughs> and i fully agree with cancel culture so we we got to be like it's a very fine line between all of these things right because because you can't cancel illmatic you know what i mean like you all can't right. cancel like reasonable <laughs> doubt but, well, more so, you can't cancel that because he was 18 when he wrote it. And we weren't as advanced and as progressive. So, as well, we I think now. I like, think we can and we can't, right? Like, it's a matter of holding somebody accountable for the things that they were so, at one right, point. And then recognizing the growth from that. So, so, so I start the judgment at when they become aware. Mm-hmm. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've had that mm-hmm. conversation with a lot of people. Like, for me, once I became aware, like everything started clicking and everything started changing. Because if you choose not to... Yeah, because if you... Then you're an asshole. Right. If, if you're brought up in... If you're brought up in... But I, I was literally, you know, talking to a uh, central racist right now. Like, they were saying they, they grew up in an environment 
that was condoning racism. So right. naturally, mm-hmm. they're going to be racist. So I'm thinking like, all right, but once you become aware, now how do you respond? And for me, Absolutely. once I became aware, it was like, all right, like, cool. I can get my look. I'll be I'll be with my gay friends still getting gay jokes off. They 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 make well, yeah. they, they get jokes off about me for being straight. You know what I mean? It's hey, survival defense when it comes to cook. But I just my thing is like for for me, I don't get how like you were saying, Renee, it do, it doesn't add up on all sides, man. Like, look, I'm not gonna sit on here and preach all lives matter, but if you're gonna treat one person like this, you gotta treat them all like this across mm-hmm. the board. Because at the end of the day, it's it's gonna come back to either bite you in the ass or it's gonna kill you. Which is this is which is why like intersectionality and recognize that is super important, especially in times like right now. Because it's like just like Renee said, like yes, it becomes disjointed. And there are people who have literally head, like they've spearheaded these movements for black people as these people who are often discarded as not important because they are part of a different community. And it's a lot of these women, mainly women, who put themselves on the front lines for the rest of us to be able to, to, to benefit the whole group. And that's the, the biggest blower of all this is that there are so many people that I've seen, whether it be via social media or hearing it from certain people's mouths, whether they knew I was part of the community or not, since that's a newer thing, like to hear certain shit like, oh, well, they don't matter because they have their own fight to fight. Like, no, they're fighting the fight for you too. Why is it that you can't feel the same way for them? And if they're part Mm -hmm. of your fucking community, bro, like regardless of whether you're gay or straight or you, you, you know, you identify as this or identify as that, you see somebody who's your black brother or sister and you're like, oh, no, 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 they don't count in what I'm trying to do because we don't believe the same shit is bullshit. Well, but even by saying that, like, you're basically saying all black lives don't matter. Exactly. And that's what often, it's often just kind of like shoved under the rug to not be ever addressed. And I think like in in the biggest space of that, I think gay men, obviously, as problematic as some of them can be, I do think that they often get you know, since they're not men's men, they often get mm-hmm. discarded. And then trans women, because they are men in many people's eyes when they're not, mm-hmm. or just the trans community in, in general. Like, uh, like we talked about earlier, there's so many trans women specifically. I think just mm-hmm. this year alone, there's already been at least a dozen murders of Black trans women. Yep. Um, and that's just the ones that maybe I've, I've blessed you. Those are the ones, thank you. Those the, the ones we know about. Those are the ones we yeah. know about and that have actually been put in in some kind of media in order for people to know and just in this this whole um you know with all the protests and stuff there's already been an uptick in trans people like you said either being killed or going missing Mm -hmm. because people do not give them the same kind of fucking equality that they're demanding for because they don't they feel uncomfortable with their presence like i don't know if you guys um heard about the trans woman who was jumped by like 20 men yeah that was ayana dior yeah like was actually got her ass whooped this was during the protest terrible it was around the same time it was during it was during this but it was i don't know if it was because of but it was definitely no no i was saying wasn't at a rally i was wondering no 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 no, 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 no. it was it was was separate she was like a she was in like a convenience store yeah and and got and got jumped beat the brakes off of her it was ridiculous only because she was a trans woman 
no other reason why. And Man, that's- mm-hmm. This goes back to the shit that I always be saying. I feel like when niggas do stuff like that and be above and beyond, they be battling some things in themselves. Like, there's literally no reason to jump some person for minding their fucking business, for just living their life. Like, there's literally no reason, and it's the hate. But also, I look at it as, like, they hate themselves as well. Like, you have to hate something about you to be so wicked for somebody to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. I don't understand a, a group, like, a, a group attack. But I don't know, I understand so, how you even get real, like, reeled into doing something so, like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild. That's, that's I, I don't want to understand it, but when the parallels just jump out to me, you know, because, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, in this day and age, we're battling racism, right? That same question can be applied to white people. You, you you don't understand how that level of hate, how you can get to that point to just jump somebody off yeah. the strength that they're just different from you. And mm. and for me, you know, when I when I talk about men and I the, the only time I really attack men, because I try to uplift men because like, you know, I'm a man and I want people to to understand that there are good men in the world, but I challenge Christians and I challenge men. I challenge Christians because Christians don't live according to Jesus. Period. A lot of Jesus, most of Jesus' followers weren't Jewish, weren't Christian. They were Gentiles. They were they were outsiders and outcasts of the community that Jesus brought in. And then they they converted to Christianity and then went and, and started converting others to Christianity off of the example that Jesus led. So and then for men, men it's all about ego. Like the the male ego, like like men don't a lot of men don't mature and and it's weird to say that but a lot of men get older but they really don't mature a lot of men actually die in college like their their mental capacity begin like like peaks in college and then they just go downhill for downhill from there because like there's a certain point where i just don't give a fuck like i accept people for who they are and i realize like once you get to the point where you realize nobody else can affect you one and two like you're comfortable in your own skin then there's no reason for me to hate anybody like un- unless you're like directly trying to kill me or whatever but so i always i look, i tell my gay friends all the time i tell gay people all the time look you don't affect me you can do whatever you want you can be gay here you can be gay there you can be gay over there guess what i'm gonna still be up in here and and look, all that all that means to me is that there's more opportunities for me if there's a heterosexual woman in here for me to holler at it. And that's real. That's how I look at it. <laughs> Back in the day, I looked at it like that. I used to, oh my God, I'm around a bunch of gay people. They're they're gonna try to molest me or, or convert me and, and this, that, and the third. Convert. What a word. Convert. Yeah, no, real loud. Real loud. No, I, I understand well, how, that's, that's how people think. That's how that's well, how people think. And I'm like, well, that's crazy. Go ahead. When me and Rachel first started dating, there was this gay club. Well, it wasn't even a gay club. They used to have a gay night. It was on Thursdays. It was the underground. It was right there next to um, Public Bar, right there on, on on Connecticut. So we used to go, we used to go like every week for, for this was like, I don't know, maybe like 2015, 2016 or whatever. And one of her friends that was gay from high school that he used to be there every Thursday. Every Thursday we'd go when we would see him. Then one Thursday, he like finally pulled her to the side and was like, yo, like, how was he, like, how was, is he uncomfortable being here? Like, do you drag him here? It's like, is he comfortable being here? 
And I like overheard him. I was like, bro, like I'm comfortable with who I am. Like y'all got good music in here. It's a it's a fucking Thursday. Like I'm just here to have I'm just here to have a good time. Like I am comfortable with who I am, and I don't need to project anything else out to the public. Like I don't need to like project this like extra manly exterior to the point where like I have to put my hands on gay people or put my hands on trans people to prove that I'm a man. I'm I'm the men of all men. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no like. There's no pecking order to this shit. I am who I am. I'm comfortable with that. I know that niggas ain't in here about to try me. Like, and if you do, mm-hmm. I'm not about to be disrespectful unless you disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to treat mm-hmm. you like I treat anybody else. Like, I'm here specifically for this just to have a good fucking time. But I don't I don't need to, you know, I don't have the mentality where if I'm in a gay space, I'm going to be gay. Or I don't have the mentality that if I'm in a gay space, niggas is looking at me or niggas want me or niggas is going to try. Like, no, it, it yeah. just don't work like that. It don't operate like that. So why should I feel uncomfortable with this? Y'all not make, y'all haven't, y'all created a safe space. So I feel safe here. I'm, I'm right. part of that. You know what I'm saying? I think most men, and, and it, I mean, I, I don't really have a frame of reference. I just see things. Um, but I think all of that, like that level of hate stems from some sort of insecurity. Absolutely. Um, that you are, you are not, well, definitely insecurity. And I don't even want to say narcissism because that's not the word, but I'm thinking like, what I'm thinking is you think so highly of yourself that these people ego, are really checking driven. for you. Ego it's, driven. It's, it's boom. That's it's ego it and insecurity. They meet like at a nasty it's, cross section. It's, 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 it's like, it's disgusting. To me, to me, it's a fragile ego. It, it, I know you're, I, I, I agree. They do. You can say they do think too highly of themselves, but I actually yeah. think it might be the opposite. I think that honestly, they don't think, highly enough of themselves and they that's don't insecurity. have that self-confidence and they that's don't insecurity. have that self-esteem right right and they which, just, is, right. which they, is the insecurity yeah they try to build themselves up against a person who's different and it's weird right. because i'm like yo you really you're really suffering right now <laughs> right. but but what's funny to me at the same time is and and my um like gay friends will say this all the time as well is like and that's the wild part. Like, if you, when you have conversations with gay men, it's like, fam, I know you're not gay. So why do you think I'm checking for you? Right. I don't right. got a like, chance. I know you that's know not saying? your like, team. Right. There, are, there are men that, as we well know, that we'll do either down, down it, low or want to turn right, somebody right, out. Like, right, we get right. that. But that is not the map. That's, that's not the majority. That's not the majority. Just like niggas will try a lesbian. Yo, you ain't never had no dick like this. And You know what I'm saying? We don't want it. We don't want it. But the thing is, is like, and the real Joe will be like, "Listen, I can do it myself. I got you." Know what I'm saying, like, situation. I don't even. Please. It's not. It's not something that 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 happens. And I will say this. You know what I'm saying? I know we saying men this and men that. I will personally say me that I am blessed enough to have a friend circle that does not view life that way. You know what I'm saying? We have conversations like this all the time in our group chat, and I'm proud to say I've never heard anybody say anything derogatory about the gay community. Either. They don't say anything homophobic about the gay community. Like, we just had a... My man... And he listened to the podcast, so I don't want to get into too much detail. But uh, there was a a story that one of my boys told me, and his son came out to him uh, recently. And him and his wife had been, been going through a lot of back and forth, a lot of issues. Um, his wife is not the father of his son. You mean mother? I'm sorry, the mother of his son. I'm sorry. <laughs> it confused me, sorry. And she had, you know, with the back and forth, she had been taking a lot of jabs and a lot of shots at him. And he said, he when he was telling me the story, man, I got damn near broke out into tears. He said that one night his wife got so mad at him that he, she was questioning his manhood, basically. Like, 
say like what type of man are you and she said essentially like what type of man are you that you're raising and she dropped the f-bomb oh and he had told me that the the feeling that came across him like i'm surprised he's not in jail that would be the only permission and, I would give a man to and, and, I, and, I, and I told him I, and I told him I was like bro I probably would throw out the window and he was like man just know that the police had to be called at night oh, yeah. so he, didn't, he didn't put hands on it but he was saying that the, his rage yeah yeah. And but he said the worst part about it is that his son was there oh, oh. are you fucking kidding me his son was there he heard that company he heard it. He's yep. so, his mother figure m- mind you mind you you know, he's, I think he's like 16 or 17. It, and I told him, I was like, I was talking to him, I was like, bro, like, your your son is probably the most courageous fucking high schooler that I know. Like, right, it yeah. takes so much to be that comfortable with who you are, to go to your swole-ass muscle-head dad, you know what yeah. I'm saying, that, that is, he's and the And tell man, him your truth. And tell him your truth. And then to have that turn around and slapped in his face like that by somebody that Raised him as her son, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and um, you know, we just that you're supposed to put trust in because, to be quite honest, like at the end of the day, your parents are meant to be there to be your confidants, to be your protect protectors, to be the the ear for you when you have issues, when there are things you want to discuss, and for her to completely, whether he is her biological son or not, yep. you have completely that's his mother ripped that contract that's up. It, yep. You know what Absolutely. I mean? There's a social contract that is there and you have completely torn it to pieces. And it's going to, uh, and I pray and I hope that like he, I mean, while I'm sure he is shaken up by it, he is completely like distraught by the whole thing. I just hope and pray that like he understands his worth and his value yeah. and that that individual does not speak to the love that I'm sure is surrounding and him. Absolutely. And, and that's when, that's part of the rest of the conversation we had. He said that next day they were out of there like they, because they were on the verge of separating anyway. So it was, that was like that the icing on the cake. Yeah. And so if anything, said, you know, I wish that, like, not to cut you off, but, like, yeah, yeah. obviously in a situation like that, like, I'm sure at that moment in his life, he was like, I wish that, as much as you wish that something like that wouldn't happen, I bet you he wished that shit happened a lot sooner. Absolutely. Because the, the, the thing is, is like, if, what, you you're could, wasting if, your you, time. if you could go that right. low, you know what I mean? If you could go that low to somebody that you supposedly loved at one point, you know what I mean? How else, how, how many, how, what type of person well, are you? But anyway, I was saying, okay. so I was saying all that to say that you know, I shared that story in my group chat. I have this group chat called the Faithful Black Man Society. No, we so we just right. we, we just talk about any and everything. We actually had a phone call about it. And I mean, all the guys on the call, I mean, we were just like emotional about that shit. Like, we were all like, yo, what in the... Because we have fathers that, that are there and they're like, yo, like, how can you look at your son and tell him something like that? Like, I couldn't even yeah. imagine saying, the, uttering those words about my child. So, I mean, it, it's just great to know that I... And like I said, my friends, they don't subscribe to that, to that ego insecurity thing that we talk about that makes them attack or makes them hate or makes them run away from. Makes, you know, them, makes them project. Makes them project. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely say that I'm, I'm definitely proud to say that I'm not, you know, my friends aren't part of no, this shit. It, you know it, and, and like I'll say this, it's tough because, I mean, I mean, I, I think I mentioned it before. People on both sides, and when I mean both sides, like, the, the LGBT community and then the the heterosexual community, if you want whatever you want to call it, the um, straights, the, the, the straights, um, <laughs> the hats, the hats. Like, the I'm a proud hat. Uh-huh. It, it's 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 sickening because both sides sometimes can weaponize homosexuality 
or, or they, they can weaponize their their message right I, i've had countless times where you know i'm obviously i'm around straight men you know and, and going on gay people you know i've even encountered situations where you know hanging out with gay people and and they're they're going on me for for being straight you know they're like well you know it, what are you homophobe you you don't want to you don't want to touch his balls what this that and the third and i'm like it it, it like i'm a whole straight well, i'm a whole woman who likes dick and i still don't want to touch nobody's balls so, just for the and, hell of and, it. and and that's what that's what like that's this is like the main point i want to get to like just because someone has a difference in opinion or a difference in lifestyle or a difference in preference does not make someone scared inferior uh an animal, inhumane, less than you, like, because so many people jump to that, and I'm like, yo, like, I, I, I have to, I have to fight with gay people and telling them, yo, I'm not a homophobe, I'm just straight. There's just certain things I don't want to do. Like, well, I think, I think, as much as you're right, I also think that because, like, black in society, which I know is kind of hard to mm-hmm. like, you know, but like as a straight man you have the upper hand like you absolutely you and I, I think like not to justify anybody like coming at you in any kind of wrong way but you don't have a fear of being straight there are plenty of gay men who have a fear of being gay which are why a lot of a lot of people who are scared to come out of the closet which is why there are so many people who end up being kicked out of their homes or completely disowned or suicidal and all of these things because they are, as you mentioned before, they're being persecuted right. solely because of their sexual orientation or how they identify as. Right. Whereas you as a straight man, you don't have that threat. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, as a black man, that's a completely different story. But as a straight man, you don't have, like, you're not going to walk outside and be like, oh, three three giant gay guys are going to come jump me in an alley. Right. Whereas right. that is completely the possibility on the other, on the other end of the, the spectrum. The, the, only, like, the mm-hmm. only fights I'm facing are on Twitter. If I tweet something and it's and and it's not like all inclusive, that yo people are are not afraid to hop in your messages, bro, and be like, oh, are, are you a homophobe? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, bro, what are you thinking about? Like, right, like, and I don't, I don't right. think it's right for them to call you a homophobe like off the bat because I think we can, as your friends, we can say that you're not, and you know damn well, like if that was mm-hmm. the case, that any of us would check you, including myself, definitely myself. Yeah, you, you can check. Absolutely, Caitlin. You ain't got no left foot, so I ain't worried. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I got, but, my, but these locks bring out the. Hey, put your fist in the camera. I'm trying to see something. Shut up. <laughs> hey, y'all want y'all want y'all want to go on break record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can definitely um do an ad real quick. Yeah. Wait, let's run that. Yeah. Like I mean, the the butt plug in itself is something that like. It's supposed to be comfortable, right? It's something you, you like, there's training. Like, it doesn't have to just be a certain size. Right, like, right. You train that booty. You tra- train okay. it. You tra- train that booty. Train that booty. You do. <laughs> um, what's that joke? Uh, what's that joke? The, uh, damn, I used to hear them talk about on, on, uh, on the read all the time. The feet, mm. fleet, fleet. Oh, fleet. yeah. Fleet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when they, that's when they. Suppositories. Clean that booty out. Yeah, they clean it out. Clean that booty out. Get it prepared. The gays, okay. the gays, the gays do it all the time. Yeah. That ass. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. All right. And we're back. Hey, right? let's get, let's get back into it, man. Hey, young, can you please leave that? I'm in keeping there that in there. 
Okay. I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in learning about all of that. Like, just, just because it's fleet, it's because that's nah, the last thing you nah, talk nah, about. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, even for straight men, out. maybe it'll, maybe it'll, it'll benefit you a little bit. Clean it out a little bit. I mean, um, I, let's keep let's keep it one hundred, man. Straight or gay, dog. You should be walking around with a with a dirty. Here's ass. the thing. Here's be. the thing. If you can, if you're able to clean, clean, then your skin will be clean. Okay, yes, it, it helps yeah. with your skin. So I mean, you get a little water up there, get you a little enema up in that thing, get you regulated. You the thing know. is, like, I know niggas, some niggas be so homophobic, don't be washing their ass right. Oh, I've seen like, so many stories. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I've seen, I think on Reddit. I, I don't know, get it. For what? I was reading a wild what? story on Reddit. Like, you don't, like, oh, like, you don't want the water in between your cheeks? Like, you don't, you don't want to put your wash rag back there because it's going to make you. I don't you, understand that. How does niggas, that make you gay? You are, you are disappointing your mother. There was definitely a story on the read where an old girl wrote in that and basically said that they, I think it was her husband. Oh, I remember. I remember yeah, that he don't wash his ass because he homophobic. <laughs> he Which is wild because I've seen that shit on Twitter too. Like, wait, how, how you? Not, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How insecure how, are you? In your, how you not wash your ass because you're homophobic? Right. Um, I don't how, know. How we're so scared of touching your own, like, own, your own body. I don't touch butts. I don't look at butts. <laughs> I have a butt and I don't do my own butt. I only put water no in my ass. Butt. Yeah. No. So you just funky. Now you just a dirty And doo doo that, <laughs> that be around for days stinks. <laughs> the thing is, at that point, it ain't even you homophobic. You just dirty. Like, you just dirty. It's both. You're no, dirty. It's both. Man, because I, the thing you're, is, you're a dirty ass homophobe. That's what you <laughs> are. Well, oh, hold on. No, no, no. Let me say, you're right. You're homophobe. What I'm saying is, being a homophobic is not an excuse to wash your ass. No, you just dirty. <laughs> you just dirty. No, you just have poor hygiene. Hygiene, yeah, that's it. Horrible hygiene. Because the thing is, it's not just doo doo that gets caught in there. Sweat. It be, it be regular, pubic hair. It be regular life. Lint. It, regular not, life. It be stuff. Yeah. It be stuff. How you going to use something as an excuse for you not to wash your ass? Exactly. Niggas is dirty. He, the, she, he, the, he part of the per- purple toe brigade. Oh, Listen, Christ. niggas with purple toes. I can't do it. Oh, disgusting. I don't know. You need to get that. that checked out. How did we get here? Um, Fleet. Hey. That ass. Oh, oh, Renee, that ass, yes. Renee started throwing up the rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butt plugs is oh, hilarious. My God. Okay. Well, uh, well, welcome back. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. where to go from this. And I'm telling you, if you cut any of this out, I quit. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Oh, no, I quit. Definitely got to keep quit. it. Right, let, me re- right, let me attempt to reel it back in. So before we started recording again, I asked Danica a little bit more about the history on Prime of. I don't know if we specifically mentioned it on the first half but i was interested to know like what was the first city um kind of like what was the foundation like like kaylin had mentioned earlier like was it you know did it start off as a, a march for for civil rights and did it just turn into pride like a pride parade pride month like where did it start oh no so this started as a riot it started okay. as a riot um love it it um which is why it's so it it, it runs in tandem with what's going on right now right mm. so Essentially, um, you know, there were activists, um, LGBTQ activists that um, were fighting for their rights just to exist. Like um, this was back in, um, I believe, like the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Let me just double check that because I don't want to get my facts straight. Yeah. So the end of 1969. So the almost the 70s. Right. And there was a group of activists um, obviously advocating for these rights. Um, and at the, at the forefront of this was a black trans woman 
named Marsha P. Johnson, mm -hmm. um, who they say threw the first brick at, you know, to start these riots. It's called the Stonewall Riots. Um, that kind of established this whole movement for this community. Um, yes. And then from these riots is what, and this was in New York City. So this, mm -hmm. from these riots, then grew the celebration pretty got much. It, um, it, it. You know, it is like, it's, it, it's like, I feel like not to really like conflict one with the other, but it's one of those things where I would compare it to like the Stonewall riots is like their, what became like Million Man March. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like yes. it, it okay. was something that, was a fight for something that then became something to celebrate. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, it, and it, I feel it. like it's now turned into like this big party and a lot of people don't even know the history in which it's come mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. um, now after it being what now, 50, 50 years. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, a lot of the younger people in the community don't necessarily know the history, but that is like in a very, in a very, very like tight nutshell, like yeah. how it came to be. So it's essentially it's like a time where the community gets together with the spirit of commemorating right. the original riot. Right. And it was right. at it was at the end of June. So that's why June is Pride is Month. month. And that's it. why um, you know, we know DC Pride is usually the second, it's usually the second Saturday in June. And then there's like other big cities that do it on different weekends. So it's kind of like it, they don't really necessarily coincide. Obviously some do, but for like the larger cities. Um which I, I absolutely love that idea. Well one <laughs> I was going to compare it to the Million Man March initially, but I didn't want to like do that. You know right. what I'm saying? But but in theory, it's somewhat similar. It's um, it's parallel just for for obviously they're they're not different communities because there right. are black people within this community, but right. it is for it's it's, it's on the same the, the same route, you know what I mean? Right. Just for different right. reasons. The heart exactly. the hearts of everybody is in the same place. Exactly. They just need maybe different messages yeah exactly. And, exactly and what i yeah, yeah. And what i was saying too just was uh, the thing that i love the most is that they that it's done on different weekends so that way you have the opportunity to celebrate with people from different areas mm -hmm. so you can kind of hop around so you know what i'm saying like it, that's pretty much how it is right right like i could go weekend. um like i think I, I don't really remember but like let's say i could go to dc pride if it was to happen this weekend mm -hmm. and then i think new york pride is was either this past weekend or would be the, okay. the following week so you know like right and then there's one on the west coast uh -huh. um in la or probably probably san francisco because we know that city is gay as fuck i was gonna say um, we hope might though because well yeah uh, west I, th Hollywood is I honestly think they are they are in a lot of bigger cities uh -huh. um at least like a, like some form of them um uh -huh. but they obviously have like these big 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 celebrations like you know pr pride here in dc it's pretty much the whole week yes. Yeah, it's not even just mm. the weekend, just the like the big parade and stuff. But there's just like with to make it more simple, like music festivals, right. how, you know, there are certain headliners on certain days, but then like the rest of the days like are like a fucking marathon or blah, right. blah, blah. Right, like, right. You don't really care about that. Little shit. panel. Right. Right. Say, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do they do that stuff for pride as well um, yeah. in different cities all around the well, as Caitlin mentioned, like all around the world but specifically within the united states it's a very like big thing in many of our our major cities mm -hmm. i know i was speaking about this around the world i know it was a couple of years ago um there was a a couple of years ago in panama they started doing like a pride um pride parade um as well which is like kind of groundbreaking because you know latin america once again, it's still kind of like a taboo thing that's not really talked about in public but you know for for my little small country to take 
progressive steps forward and and you know uh, where gay people feel comfortable you know having a having a parade having a public celebration where the you know the you know the military and police and shit are gonna air quote protect them you know what i'm saying like it's still a, it's still a major thing it's still a big thing so kudos to them yeah absolutely and i think that that is part of um the biggest thing about like recognizing growth as a people um even just with all the shit that's going on like yeah sure it's baby steps and you know a lot of people are still very very pressed to like make change which is the right way to to go about things but even in different communities and different facets of you know being the minority um we've take we've taken baby steps to be able to like though things may be considered taboo or stigmatized in other countries and uh, in you know the midwest here in the united states like there are still communities that are banding together to be able to recognize that it's still something to be celebrated just it, just because you're different mm. and it's it's like great to know that in countries you know like panama like there's as taboo and as fucked up as it sounds like they're able to feel comfortable and safe enough to at least group up in a certain space in a certain way to celebrate themselves right, and say right, hey right. look look where we've come like look from where we've come to who, who and how we are now right yeah so I, I just want these history books to come clean, man, because, you know, I know back in the day, them Europeans as well, a lot of these kings, they, they, had, it down. they had queens. But, I mean, look, Game of Thrones not a, a accurate frame of reference, okay. but you had your kings, <laughs> and, and then you had your side joints, and your side joints was men, women, and, 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 and everything in between. So, like, mm-hmm. I, But I think that, look, just, that I, just goes to show, like, heterosexuality is not necessarily the norm. Like, not to say that it's a bad yeah. thing, but it's not, it is not the constant. Like, it is not the one staple of being human. Like, he, it's like, never not, oh, it's never always, it never existed by itself. Exactly. There have yeah. always been queer people in this world. And there, mm-hmm. in some cultures, they are um, celebrated, and in some cultures, they are completely shunned. And, well, in a lot of cultures, I guess we should say. But it, it, they've been, they, and that's, you know, that, it speaks to that whole religion thing where people say that it's a choice. We all, I, I at least I'll speak for myself and say that I don't think that we think that that's a choice. Um, but it's literally been since the beginning of time. Like there's no, there's no, like this shit just popped up all of a sudden and people were like, ah, like where did you come from? Like, no, sis, yeah. you knew, you knew that your uncle was gay from yeah. the time that you were six years old. You mm. just, your family just didn't talk about it. Mm. Right. Mm. yeah that's one of those things for sure what are some i'm interested i mean i know it's probably a a, a, a thing that you didn't prepare for but <laughs> just thinking about just thinking about like misconceptions like what are things that as a member of you know the queer community what are things that you hear that you want or like even rumors or whatever that you want to dispel i'm sure there's a lot of them right. um but like or even that y'all have heard that you know you found to be like untrue mm. and or um you know that you want some clarity on like things that you've heard like is it well let's be as adult as possible obviously because it's some <laughs> stuff that niggas just be saying that it's like okay but you know what i'm saying like what I'm are relaxed. some things that you think of um, um i mean i, I guess I'll, I'll go first so like as like my whole thing is like i said like this who i am is not new right but what i realized in the words that i put to it and the label that i put to myself is something new my thing is is i don't have to explain to you what that means to me 
You know what I mean? And I think that that's, that's the main thing, like as coming out as a queer person um, means a lot of things to me, but I don't have to explain that to you. And that was the best thing about, I ended up telling both of my parents, you know, this discovery about myself. And like, of course, their generation is a little different from ours, right? Mm -hmm. So my, you know, my mom's first question is like, does that mean you're bi? And I'm just like, no, but yes. But like, also like, there's just, there's, it's not as cut and dry. Exactly. Like there's a, there's a bigger, broader picture to the way that I view my queerness. Some people Mm -hmm. may see it as just that, and that's completely fine, but that's the best part of being part of a community that you don't have to pick or choose. You Mm -hmm. are who you are. And that's just it. My dad was just like, okay, (laughs) he didn't, he didn't want explanation. He didn't care. He was like, all right, like, cool. Which I love because I mean, just, thinking about what you were saying about how you know through the the military like how he was kind of conditioned right. in a sense the fact that he approached it in a way that was obviously you know it wasn't overt love but it was clear that he loved you as his daughter and that's it and that's all and none of that other stuff matters and if that's how you choose then listen right and it, yeah it's literally like he was like so are like are you happy are you happy yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, I, I think yeah. if anything, I feel better about myself because it's not something that as much as I don't have to explain it to people. And like I said, me saying it one day versus me not saying it two days previous, like prior mm-hmm. doesn't make me change in any kind of way. I am who I am. And everybody knows that. Yeah. So just putting some kind of like word to it shouldn't change anything. And that is the best thing. Like, even though I was a little apprehensive about telling my parents and even mm-hmm. to my friends, like I was like, it, there's always that, that 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 thing in the back of your head that's like what if this changes something even though it's not necessarily a deserved feeling yeah like it doesn't it doesn't ultimately it doesn't change anything about who I am as a person mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like with with you specifically Caitlin like I met you before I came out and yeah. then I and then we talked again after I did and nothing fucking changed nothing like changed. I'm the I'm still the same person so I think yeah. that that's the biggest misconception for me um every is that things change as things change and I don't got to tell y'all nothing I, ch- yeah. I choose to tell you what the fuck I want to to tell you and the way that you view um you know certain labels doesn't mean that they are actually what you think they are it's what that right. person identifies as and that's honestly it's none of your business unless they're willing to do so and and indulge that information right that's crazy because I don't, I don't even know when you came out but she talked about every, it on every- the episode and everything did you oh, talk about word. it on episode? I might have touched Maybe. on it. Like you or, touched, but but you you said it to ain't us. Nothing, yeah, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> David don't even remember. That's how. Yeah, I think you said old word. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that. Oh, that's you. Oh, all right. No, no. Oh. Only I'm like you know. I was just oh yeah. Okay. But I like, think I think just kind of like piggybacking off of what Danica said. I think people expect like this. The thing that I think of. Because um, I always jump to like visual representations. I always think about, or I'm currently thinking about um, the Steve Urkel to Stefan Urkel. Like people are expecting you to go into this, like announce that you are, you know, however you identify, you right. go into this time machine and now you are a completely different person. And we're supposed to like feel a person, you know what I mean? A particular right. type of way. I think that that may fit, you know, into a different thing when you think about um, you know, transgender and things like that. Like there is a new, you know, visual that you right. see. But 
at the heart of it, that is the same person. Right. They have been the exact there, same. You know what I mean? There are so many friends of mine that either were like, oh, I thought you already did that. Or like, yeah. oh, was that? <laughs> you or weren't was, already? Oh, it yeah. I was like, like, okay. Like, is that a, <laughs> is that a thing? Like, yeah. is this a, like, do we need to talk about, like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, not, it's, like, it's not something that I did for anybody else. I did it for yeah. myself. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't anything. It, I didn't even feel pressured or obligated or forced to do it. It was just like, I had lived my life in an, a, a, a certain way. And then yeah. it just like, all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, all right, I'll just put this word to it because it makes me, then I can, I can try to figure out what that means to me. Yeah. So. Okay. So, so quick question. And I don't, I don't want to like get away from your point that you're making, but coming from a person who doesn't know <laughs> the, the actual, like I an example this. or definition, like, could you break down each letter like LGBTQ? Like, sure, like, why not? So les- lesbians are Les- women who like women. Women, yes, lesbians are women who like women. Okay. Um, gay is usually associated like obviously gay can be assigned to either men or women. Mm-hmm. Um, however, so that's like the umbrella term. Yeah. So, but like okay. in in the in the acronym, gay stands for the gay the gay men. Um, okay. B is bisexual, so people who like both. Um, uh, so so if you're gay, you only like gay in the a- only- gay in the acronym in this case means gay like men who like men. So lesbians okay, are women okay. who like women. Gays are men who like men. Bi is women or you men like that both. like both. Okay. Um, and then trans are people who identify as a gender other than what they were born physically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then you have Q, which is queer. And then there are obviously. There are some forms of the acronym which then are like I. That's the part that I'll be trying to figure out what that part is. Intersex, uh, asexual, pansexual. That's what I'm. What's intersex? What's that? Wait, how you asexual? (laughs) No, no, I'm. I'm, I'm Asexual is you just don't have like sexual attraction at all, at all to to anybody. Um, Oh, you don't fuck nobody. Uh, yeah, basically. So, so you got so yeah. you got an attitude with life. But like being being, a, being being asexual though doesn't mean that you don't necessarily um that you don't necessarily have sex though. It just means that you don't have like the urge. Like you don't necessarily like it's not something that you look for your attraction in other ways. It's mm, not it's not like a sexual thing. But that doesn't mean that people who are asexual don't engage in sex. There's just not a, a there's not a real more interest. Of a job, less of a hobby. It's and like then not. and then intersex. <laughs> That's is, fucking hilarious. <laughs> intersex I'm is somebody sorry. who's born with, um, could be born with variations of both. So mm-hmm. like this is what people like would have called like um. Oh, Sierra. No, yes. Yeah. When no, they what? they used to make fun of Sierra. About yeah, that. I can't. No, no, I'm, 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 yeah, what was the, what, what's yeah. the word? What's the word we're talking about? Yeah, but it's not necessarily even. No, what letter is that? What, what no, no, no. Oh, Inter- I. Intersex. I. I. Oh, intersex. Yes. Oh, it's it's like the woman who the Olympic woman. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not the even necessarily, know, it's not even necessarily somebody who has um like the sex organs of both sexes. But let's say that there's a chromosomal thing. Where yeah. she has Josh, something she, like, or more testosterone, like so, like there's yeah, just, she has she more testosterone. Exactly, so it's that's more of that's a biological thing. Got it. It's and, not, it's, and that's intersexual. That's yeah, that's intersex. Sure. I yeah. think and all then of those pan th- is what pan yeah. is like. 
pan is you don't no no, no. pan, pan is, is the switch right pan is like you don't care about the sex of past. the person yeah. you you only care about that person the person mm-hmm. And it you would, look at the heart and not the yeah, like the actual person, the, 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 the heart, not the heart, not the heart. Yeah, you look at the heart. Yeah, so it's um, like, uh, like I think Janelle Monet identifies as pansexual. So that's why. Let me, Janelle. Uh, We're gonna make you. Um, no, 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 no. What's happening? No, no, no. Let her be her. Oh. That, I know, man. That. Damn, can I get a joke off? Damn. No, because that's, that's the whole point. Do you want to get canceled? We love you. We don't want you to get canceled. Like we love you, Lord. But what's my other question though? It is, but but not to be not to be disrespectful to. No, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't. Trust me, I don't want to disrespect you. But like, all right. So what's that? No, hold on. Pause. Pause. I have to address this, Renee. That's like baby girl Lisa coming to try to get that one. Uh, Soulja Boy, what's don't do that. What yeah, you mean? Don't do what that. you mean? Oh no, we, we talk about that offline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? What do you want, Jason? So, like, y'all said the heart, not the, I, I'm. I'm on that definition. The heart, not the part. What if you just want the part and not the heart? Well, then that's you, just that's just a, a you're still pansexual, then, right? Because no, no, no. So then that's usually then it's either you're just bisexual. You're, you're bisexual. You're heterosexual. Like that. Uh, that it could be anything. But yeah. That's, in that pansexual, like no, if you, pansexual is. Is the attraction to Beyond the person, it. not yeah. the not the sex, not the, not gotcha. sex. So okay, so, so what if you're attracted so, to all men, women, trans women, trans so men? Like, why, is there a okay. bucket? So I, that's why in my space I consider myself queer. Got it. Because got it, got it, got I it, don't it. have an attraction to just any one type of person. Got it. I don't have. I wouldn't say that I'm pansexual because I, it's not necessarily. Of course, it is about the person, but it is also about sexual attraction. Right. Whereas I don't feel any type of way about, like, obviously, I like men. I have two kids. There's been plenty of dicks inside of me, so that's cool. Um, but also, I have attraction to women. I have attraction to trans men, which is something that has, is a newer thing for me. But I also wouldn't say that I wouldn't have an attraction to trans women. There just hasn't been one that I've come yeah. into contact with to, to mm-hmm. have attraction for. But I also, I just don't care at the same time. Like, there's, in my opinion, like sexual attraction could be to any any of those people, and it, it doesn't necessarily it it doesn't really necessarily matter to me. Like obviously, I care. Like I said, I care about the person that is the person, but I also would be mm-hmm. fine with just having sex with people. So mm-hmm. queer is kind of like a like a smorgasbord. Yeah, but it's if that's like, that's what it is I for me, that's I what it dabble, is. Smorgasbord. I could dabble in a little bit. That's of what it is for. That's what it is for me, but that's not okay. what it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. There are different. That also queer queerness can apply to people who are polyamorous, which also that mm-hmm. may I may fall under that umbrella because that's I, I've had, like it, it's it's something where queer kind of queer people are like kind of like the people who they're like the et cetera. Got you, got you, got you. Got like they, you know, there's a term for them, but I feel like we're like you said, it's kind of like it's kind of like that kitchen drawer that is like the junk the drawer. Miscellaneous. Yeah, yeah it's like it's I just define like, it how I define it. What's mm-hmm. in here is what's in my kitchen drawer may not be in Caitlin's, it may not right. be in exactly. your Danica's. Or, exactly, you. and it may be a got million you. things, you know. But mm-hmm. it because like I wouldn't say like when my mom asked me if I was bi, no, because mm-hmm. it's not just it's just not just sexual attraction to men and women. There's a whole lot of in betweeny involved there. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. Yeah. So what only one I'm the... a little confused about, honestly, truthfully, is the um, asexual one, because I'm still trying to like, I'm trying to process that one. Well, yeah. I so mean, there are just people born without sexual attraction. They don't have so... a want or need for sex, like the actual 
like process of having intercourse. They don't but, have. But I can still like. But I still may like people. Yes, like okay. they'll they'll okay. still okay. be. Okay. They'll okay. still okay. have attractions to people. It's not just a sexual. It's not a it's an actual sexual attraction. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. okay. It's more okay. about the physical the physicality that they that turns them off about it. Mm. But this Got is also it. my perception. Like I can't really because I'm not asexual. That's my perception of it, and that's from what I understand of things so, like I've read okay. and, and the kind of like the other people's perspectives. That's what I've gathered from it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely right. I'm looking at it right now. The lack of sexual attraction to others, or low or absent interest in or desire for sexual activity, it yeah. may be considered a sexual orientation or the lack thereof. It may also be categorized more widely in, uh, to include a broad spectrum of asexual sub identities. My question was about. Um, I mean, I guess because I, as I was reading, um, or I typed in um, like sapiosexual and demisexual, mm-hmm. all of those I feel like fall under that too because pansexual was there. So, yeah. So if pansexual is included, then can you please define them, please? Yes, I got you. I got those coming. Yeah, back. those are yeah. ones that are outside of my realm. So yeah, so sapiosexual is someone who is um, like basically turned on by intelligence. Oh yeah, and oh, like they oh, become so like sexually I'm, I'm sexual, by that. I'm a sapiosexual. Yeah, like it's sapiosexual. It's, it's um yeah, finding intelligence sexually attractive or arousing. But hold on, but um, is that from like men or women for everybody? No, it doesn't. It doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't matter. It's Whatever a generalized you term. Connect it's probably, with. Yeah, it's yeah. How, it's I feel like a, most people are probably like most people are sapiosexual. They're like, I'm sure. But I'm this saying? also this also is likely a person who doesn't care about anything. Doesn't it, but, it's not really yeah it's not like. It's probably a person who's like, I identify as sapiosexual and is literally just, it could be any, probably any person, any gender. Like it's not, otherwise mm-hmm. they may say that maybe they're a heterosexual sapiosexual. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, I, they've defined that they're specifically exactly. gender that they like, but what drives them is intelligence. Exactly. So like yeah. you may be attracted to men, but the thing is maybe you're not sexually attracted to men who aren't smart. Oh, it has to be sexual attraction. Okay, that's the part where yeah. I was losing. Because, yeah, because I was like, even with friendships, like you driven to your friend because of their intelligence. No, I would this, oh, this literally says sexually attractive. Sexual. Yes. intelligent. You. you find you. intelligence sexually attractive and or arousing. Demisexual, which is one I didn't know about, but it says sexually attracted to someone based on a strong emotional connection. Which is then the other. That's the other side of things. Mm-hmm. Like this. Also, this may not be about. This is obviously not necessarily about physical attraction. This mm-hmm. is not necessarily about mental attraction. This could be somebody who is you, who you identify as like your best friend, and then mm-hmm. you, there's an attraction built there. Okay. Yeah, and that's the only reason why. And that, that emotional yeah. connection—that's how you get your heart broken. Well, that's when you—that's um, when you in love. Oh, <laughs> demo, sexual. Demi, 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 demo, demo sexual. Listen, I want to try it out a little bit. Try it out. <laughs> 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 oh, what's that? No. Hold on, what's that one? We about to find one. No, we about to make one. Up. What? We about to find one. No, demo you know, because you know niggas, niggas be demo sexual. Let's keep it real. <laughs> they just want to. They just want to. A little, they told a little, a little taste. That's it. A little, oh, a little trisexual. What's that Listen, one? Try, try it out. That's a good one. I, I used to be tip sexual. What is that? You put the tip in. All right. Hey, sorry. It's like like you, you didn't you didn't get that when he said I used to be. Tip I sexual. did. No, I did. I, I, no, because I, I'm trying to like I was I was getting to try. And I, I was like, okay, I immediately put my hand over my face. Like, oh, oh okay. 
Yeah, no, I had a moment. I'm uh, I definitely had a moment. Like, yeah, that was, hey, that was right off the backboard, too, man. Bye. You have been dropping buckets at this point. Bless your heart. Um, the only other question I call for I have, ISO. <laughs> only other question I have is um, that I think a lot of people would be interested to know and to understand because, you know, we, I mean, we even, you and I, Danica, have mentioned the whole um, being both pet cis Mm -hmm. and understanding what cis is because most people with the average understanding Mm -hmm. of heterosexuality and homosexuality you know kind of blanketed right just believe that that's what it is because i used but to want to fight niggas on twitter when they used to call me when they, i used to hear sis, sis. i'd be like hold on, hold on, hold on. because oh. not, not even not even because of sis because like, i thought it was derogatory so okay. sis means that you just identify with like you are what you identify as like for, for sis, you could be cis het you could be you could be a cis heterosexual male you could be a cis homosexual man but like cis uh-huh. is obviously yeah. that's the one that's a little but like let me let me get like the the actual term because no, like, no, for the longest time I thought it was like a derogatory term that was used I think within that the gay is, community I, I think that for it like is. straight men because that was going to be one of my uh, you know we saw my misconceptions I was just going to mm-hmm. talk so, about so okay yeah so it's exactly what I'm saying so it it being um it means that you identify with your gender your gender at your birth. Gender. so your, like, your birth gender right. yeah so that means that you can cishet means that you can be you can be straight or or gay, but like in that sense, like when people are saying that you're a cis head male, it's most likely to to make you upset because okay. they okay. it's the context okay. behind it. But they're also like it also like, uh, like also like um, Caitlyn could be considered cis. <clears throat> she could be cis head in the sense that she is a woman who identifies as a woman, and then that's it. Got it. She's, <laughs> Drink, boy. <laughs> yes. Hi, drink. Um, you might as well finish. You it. might as well take it to the head. Jesus, we could all hear. It. You can all listen, and y'all can yeah, That nigga, that throat was deep. Yeah, that was a lot. But, nah, no bullshit. Okay. I, um, <laughs> I, I, no bullshit. I thought, I thought okay. sis was like the F word for straight men. No. Because the way I used to see it in context, I'd be like, dog, why are these niggas going at each other like this? Like, why are they talking like this? But I did not realize that it was like a, just a blanket term for, you know, being, identifying with what you were born with. Or yeah, so yeah. Cis-het, I, I know cishet male, cishet female, like, or woman, cishet man. Yeah. Cis-het, like, it, it just, I see myself as a woman, right? And that's just it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm I'm technically I'm queer, so it's. But I I was born as a woman. I see myself as a woman. Right. There's no there's no in between or gotcha. or, or gotcha. anything gotcha. other than. However, the context that it is used in many ways can be seen as derogatory. But I also feel like, in a lot of ways, people use it as that because there are so many kind of like, derogatory terms towards the gay community. Got it. Got so it. it's it's kind of like their tit for tat in my opinion i can't speak for everybody but like it does seem mm-hmm. as it does seem kind of like catty in some ways but it also mm-hmm. is it is just what it is got it got it got it, got <laughs> yeah. it. and the context yeah. behind it can make it seem a little more more inflammatory but at the end of the day it's actually the truth copy copy okay yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I know it's a lot, and I I know that like it's been just like a a, like a clear 
disclaimer, y'all. I am not a fucking professional at being gay or queer or anything of the sort. I know what it means to me. And I know what that, that in turn, like how I relate that to other people. Mm-hmm. I try to do my best by stay, like keeping myself fucking informed, mm-hmm. doing my research, following people of the community from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I watch a lot of Drag Race, which I is fun, <laughs> <laughs> which I think has been a very, very, very enlightening in a lot of ways because seeing yes. gay men in different ways, because most drag queens, as you know, are gay men. Mm-hmm. However, there are trans women that are drag queens and there are also straight men that are drag queens, which is a, mm-hmm. that's also a wild concept, but it's hilarious to me. Um, yeah. But like, there are so many subcultures, like Renee kind of said it earlier, like there are subcultures within it, like drag queens, drag kings, all that kind of stuff. However, I don't want to see, I don't want people to view like the LGBTQ community as a subculture because it is people, it is part of people's identities. It's not like something that people choose to be just as much as we don't choose to be black or white or whatever. We don't, you don't choose to be gay or straight or anything of the sort other than that. Like even part of, you know, like we just discussed, like you don't choose to be intersexual, like that you're born that way. You're literally born that way. And that's why it's grouped into this community because it, it should be viewed as such. And I just, I know none of you guys necessarily think that way, but I think it's important to say that like, yes, I'm black, but at the end of the day, I don't see myself as yes, black first. And I understand that, that concept, but I don't look at myself as black first. I look at myself as a black queer woman. That's it. It's, 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 it's all together at all times. Yeah. I, um, shout out to just real quick, shout out to VCU. I actually had, um, one of my teachers, um, in the fashion department, I forget exactly what class I was taking. I think it was um, like a marketing class, like a fashion marketing class. And my teacher was a drag, like was a drag queen. And so he would come to class every day. Like we knew the days. Oh, that he I know was exactly going what you're talking about. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, we knew the days that he was going to do a show because his eyebrows would either be completely shaved or, or his head would be or... completely shaved or they were tactically <laughs> like and we loved him to pieces. And he he kept him like those that was the only way that you could tell that that's what he did because he came to work like button up shirts, like just kind of put together a little bit. But at the same time, like when he left, we knew it was a yes. You knew, moment, yes, you, know you knew I mean? it was happening. Or if you stayed back and if you stayed back after class, he would like immediately kind of not necessarily turn it on, but it would be a situation where like he would be his true self. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and it it was just dope as a mug. And I, I love it. And I think that it's important just to kind of go back to what you were saying, Danica, about not necessarily ha- not necessarily having all the answers, but speaking Mm -hmm. from a perspective that provides knowledge and understanding, I think it's important for people to understand that like, while it's going to require all of us, not just here, but people who are listening, people all over, um, to do their own level of research for understanding. Um, it's always also great to have those people that you can go to, to ask the real question and not be judged. You know, we, we joked about, you know, whether this was a safe space or not when Renee made the joke or whatever, but it really is. And you need those people that you can legit ask those questions. Yeah. And whether we get off this call and have our own little powwow about certain things, like that's what it is. So like I said, at the top mm-hmm. of this, like we just really appreciate the fact that you are open enough and willing enough to, to share. Um, because, you know, considering this is still fairly new for you in a sense yeah. where it, it was a year ago that you came out and that's still something while your personality is huge and you are willing to just be who you are, it still takes 
a strong, confident person, whether you really feel that way about yourself or not. Like it takes a really confident and strong and self-aware individual to be able to share with people who, for lack of a better way to put it, are ignorant to mm-hmm. it and not in, in a negative context. But we like there are Literally things don't that know. we just don't, don't know. know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and I pride myself in having friends that I could probably talk to. But for some reason, like just even thinking about the people that I know, I never thought to have the conversation with them just because. I didn't know how it would make them feel. Yeah. And I didn't, and I didn't want to ask the question to be like, okay, so tell me how, what it's like right. to be, you know what I'm saying? No, I just want to respect and, and accept you as a person that you are, that you will forever be. Um, you know, I have friends that haven't even necessarily come out right. to me, but I just know what it is and I'm cool with it. But, and again, I, I've never just felt comfortable enough to ask the question. So again, I appreciate, you know, you feeling comfortable, not just to speak with us, but to speak on a platform that is going to reach people all over the place yeah and I think to to piggyback off that honestly like the way that I view myself is the way that I view all of the people that I've learned this from like every person that I've encountered in my life who is part of this community has always been very open very candid always completely fine with having questions asked you know because it's not even a matter of they want them. They want people who are not like them to know more about how they are. So there is mm-hmm. an understanding, and there isn't that sense of ignorance and hate that yeah. comes along with that. Mm-hmm. So most people within the community are ready and willing to tell you everything that you want to hear, as long as you're respectful about it. Yeah. Like you guys know, you could ask me any question that you want in the world, and I'll tell you. Though it's not my obligation to tell you. Just like right. I've been telling these white people, it's not my obligation to tell you how to be better to black people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I'm an open book for everybody because I understand that my experience can help somebody better understand anybody else's experience in some shape, way, or form. Mm-hmm. Whether that be as a black woman, whether that be as a queer woman, whether that be as both at the same time. So I feel like even in your space, Caitlin, like with your certain friends, I bet you, and I, this is not to say that you should do it, but like mm-hmm. I bet you most of them, and this goes for everybody, most of your friends who are part of the community are ready and willing to have conversations with you about it. As long mm-hmm. as it's done in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want mm-hmm. you, you know, there are certain ways to, to, to approach things. And, and like, I can't tell you like what the right or wrong way is, but if they're, right. if they're your friends, you, you know what the mm-hmm. conversation should be shaped as. Right. 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 Yeah. Word. That's word. I know for me, yeah. um, I guess, I guess I feel like we, this the benediction hour. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but for this me, nah, soft and mushy. Time. Right, right. Nah, nah. Definitely enjoying the conversation. Uh, definitely appreciate Danica for leaving this episode, bringing all the questions and participating and answering the, the, the questions, open and honest, and then just everybody else with the same input. But I will say this, you know, what I'm saying I think that we all just need to continue to have conversations like this in everybody's own specific space. I know, especially online, you know, you hear and see a lot of people. You know, you know, maybe saying things that, like Kaylin said, you know, out of ignorance, not necessarily because it's coming from a hateful place, but maybe a, a, a misinformed place. And then, you know, people are, we often label people quickly with, you know, homophobic or transphobic or all these different phobias. And sometimes it's not that it's they don't understand. So, like that, you know, like you said, Danica, it's not my job to necessarily go to a white person and teach them not to be racist, but. As a member of the community, if there is an opportunity where I can make a moment teachable, I think it, it's something that we should all at least try to take advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Dathan, like we had mentioned earlier, you know what I'm saying? Coming up is, you know, straight black men. 
you know, we were taught certain things and we had to like unteach those. And a lot of times it was because of experiences that we had with members of the gay community. You know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, for you know, you think if you you around a gay boy, you gonna be feminine or you gonna turn gay. And it's like it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't have gay friends. That's true. Man, I had I had somebody I grew up with, bro, and I and I always knew something was a little stood out just a little bit from him, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. And then he eventually came out gay. And it's like, oh that duh, that makes sense. But I used to spend that at his house. This nigga ain't never trying to make no move on me. And there's you know also so like, many like not... masculine men that no, are... he'll, whoop, he'll whoop mad niggas' asses. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's just the reality. Like he, he he would. Like he grew up with rough brothers, a rough father, and he would whoop y'all ass. You know what I'm saying? Like so so with that being said, you know what I mean? I, I think that me personally, I see a lot of times people attacking each other, and this is across the board, across every fucking group there is attacking each other, but it's really it just needs to be just a simple conversation. Like, look. I understand you may have said this, but let me teach you. Let me provide some information. And you don't have to do that with every single person, but there are definitely opportunities where you can make someone, you know, expose information they didn't necessarily have. I saw one of my, um, but at the same time, like I'm in, I'm in a space now where I said like, especially like on Facebook, when I go on that joke, I don't think I have any white friends left on Facebook because I just noticed they're a lot few, of bullshit. The few, far between. Yeah. And like this dude I used to work with, I saw he recently added me. And I took forever to add him back because I know the type of white person he is. And I said, you know what? Let me just add this nigga. So actually, this was today. I um he sent me a friend request like late last week. So I finally accepted his uh his his friendship. And I just I was like, man, let me click on his page because I already know what I'm gonna find. And of course, there's all the little memes, the, the little different. Oh, here's a, a mm. Cow Lives Matter meme. And it was literally a Cow oh, Lives God. Matter meme. Cow and, Lives um, Matter. It was like, don't be afraid, but like this if you support law enforcement. I immediately deleted that nigga because he's the, he's lost. He's not a person that I know I can share information with right. and change yeah. his opinion. There may be somebody else where they may be on the edge or they may say something out of confusion and then I can take the opportunity to to teach them. I was watching um uh, the local Fox News with Allison Seymour and Wisdom, you know, Fox Fox and Friends in the Morning on Channel mm-hmm. 5. Mm-hmm. And um Aaron, I'm not sure if y'all familiar Aaron the news, the news anchor, she was on there with uh Easy Street and and uh Wisdom. And Wisdom was sharing his experience about how he has to teach his black sons how to interact with the police. And he was saying, like, you know, unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. But my job as a father is to teach you how to get home safe at the end of the night. And Easy Street was talking about a story where he went to like a police. It was like a police convention they do in D.C. It's called, uh, I think, what's it called? It's called like Friends and some some event. Anyway, yeah, parked. He said the police officer came over to him. He was like, it was a black lady, came over to him, started barking. I'm like, you can't park there going off. And he was like, my bad. I'm hosting y'all event. I thought it would be okay to park it. And then she was like, he was like, you know, she completely switched the tone. It was, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. You know, just move your car up there or I'll watch your car, whatever. Aaron, the white girl, the only white girl that was on the screen at the time, she said something that I thought was like so simple, yet something that I don't think people do and they need to. And she said, in this moment where I'm hearing you guys talk, my job is to shut up and listen. Yeah. Mm. That simple. I don't live your life. I don't know what it's like to be a black man. I don't know what it's like to be a gay man. I don't know what it's like to be a trans woman or a trans man. I don't know what it's like to be queer or whatever. But at the same time, I want to hear about it. I want to know about y'all struggles because at some point or another, all of that shit intersects and I'm going to be like, you know what, damn, I go through the same exact thing. Right. It may it may manifest differently. It may look differently, but we all go through the same exact thing. You know what I mean? So 
like I said, you know, we do so much back and forth and arguing online, especially with complete fucking random strangers. And I, and I would like to see less of that, but more of opportunities where, you know, you can check that person and say, yo, matter of fact, let me drop this link for you. Go ahead and read up. You know what I'm saying? And like, also, I just want to, I just want to add on to that and just let y'all niggas know Google is fucking free. And I say it all the time because yes. As people, we have responsibilities to people that we care about, right? If they are Mm -hmm. coming to us and they're asking us, then yes, we can take it upon ourselves in that moment to either be the ones who teach them or be the ones who can at least direct them. Like, yo, I don't feel comfortable telling you about this, but Google, find other experiences. Google's fucking free. You you can go ahead. If you ain't got internet, you can find somebody who does. And then that ain't free, though. Go go ahead and take your ass to McDonald's. Damn. They got Starbucks. 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 And the thing and the thing is, even if even if it's still Corona season, because that's gonna be somebody else's whatever, the Wi-Fi will reach for the parking lot. Yeah, because I know you got a smartphone. You ain't got no flip phone. So yes, that's I just as much as I agree with you, Renee, I -hmm. also just want to establish, especially within like queerness, you may not come into contact with people like that, right? Mm -hmm. So do your due diligence. Yeah. Find, use Google, find all those shows that you said you wouldn't watch because they're too gay for you. Watch the mm-hmm. poses of the world. Watch all the documentaries. <laughs> watch fucking RuPaul's Drag Race, whether it makes you uncomfortable or not. Watch the shit that people are putting out now that sh- actually encompass and explain or at least give you a perspective into these other communities that may make you feel uncomfortable because you will likely, even though, if, even if they're not completely the truth from, you know, beginning to end, there mm-hmm. is context there that gives you an idea mm-hmm. of what the life is like. The day-to-day life Absolutely. is like, yeah. And I think Absolutely. that's so fucking important. And it's obviously a great thing that these are becoming a more common thing right now. <clears throat> um, and, and it's becoming more normalized. I know there's backlash and people don't want to see gay couples in fucking commercials and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Y'all can suck a dick as far as I'm concerned. But like, because yeah. that's real life and it exists. So it should mm-hmm. be represented. And we talk about all the time as Black people, we need representation in the media and things like that. But also as queer folk we want representation too because we have always existed mm-hmm. so it's important for whether you feel uncomfortable or not like i can't say 10 years ago that i would have come to these conclusions and would have known this about myself or even would have felt fully comfortable in recognizing and and talking about any of this mm-hmm. however i did my due diligence i did research i met different people i then started following different people on social media who give more context into these different lifestyles these different perspectives and I've learned so much from that. Like my my views are, my knowledge is not just from my own perspective. It's from so many other perspectives because I'm open to learning about those because they deserve to be heard and they deserve to be understood just like I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Real shit. So Real shit. use Google, niggas. Period. <laughs> That's what I tell people all the time. You do your I good just, Google. I just wish yes. people would, would mind their manners more. Like I, I think I think that's like one of the fundamental principles here. Like mind your manners you know would, would yes. you want somebody just to come up and start questioning you about your lifestyle or what you're wearing or what you're doing like it, it's there's a certain mm-hmm. level of like personal privacy and space and respect that you should mm-hmm. give someone um right mind your manners yeah, and yeah. your business yeah like i'm not gonna walk up to, <laughs> i'm not gonna walk up to a man and be like yo i know you're gay are you a top or a bottom that's not my business that's not my business it's not my business but the thing is is that that is something that I've seen happen to gay men Mm -hmm. 
people will just automatically be like, oh, so are you a top or a bottom? I think it's okay. It's the same way that somebody comes up that will come up to a black woman and be like, do you know how to twerk? Yeah. Yo. Go, mm, yes. Next. What? Right. But also, <laughs> but also why? But also why? Also, yes. Okay, but what is where is this going? Like what is Because they try to see. That's all no. <laughs> obviously. But it's the same it's same thing. Yeah. Like if, in my experience, like if there's a question of of black I'm saying if, if a nigga walk into a gay man talking about some of your top and bottom, he obviously is interested to know a little bit more. Like I'm you know what I'm saying? Sorry. Why the fuck else? Like that's never crossed our mind. So now as the gay man, I'm gonna look at you like, bro, you trying to find out? Like what's right, up? Like what's right. up? With you? There's that you know there's an open door. Like, you my number. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's like I feel like you? that's in the same that's just in the same realm of somebody walking up to me and being like, What are you? Mm. Seeing me as a mixed, like a mixed person, and then being like, "What, Man, what are you?" You know the response to that? That bitch. I'll be like, "The fuck." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> giving <laughs> information. <laughs> but it's it's that same like that same like why is that your business? Yeah. That is yeah, my yeah. business. Why do I have to like divulge that to you just because you're curious? Mm. It makes no fucking sense. It's like, or me walking up to you, Dave, and being like, "So, what's your what's the size of your dick?" I got big feet, so you already know. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said he gonna put it on the table. All you gotta say is size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for y'all, but you understand. You understand. The that I gotta get Hey man, it, look, that, that can be after dark. Almost got to that level last night, man. Listen, let's not even talk about it. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with it. The niggas was about to whip their hands out. Loki had the yeah. <laughs> Loki had Loki. the yeah. Word, <laughs> no, word. I really, I, I just want to say, I meant to say it earlier, but I really appreciate you guys because I feel like you've been, I don't want to get all mushy, but you know, I'm a cancer, so I got to get this out. Girl, I was fighting back tears myself. Um, Man, go ahead with all that gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I appreciate y'all. Even though Dathan didn't remember, like y'all have been a part of this part, this journey of my life, and you guys know more about (laughs) my life as coming out than most people do. Just because there's a deeper, there's a deeper, there's deeper things in my life that have happened as a result of it, Um, including things with my mental health. So it's now something that I just want to say out to out loud to you guys because you guys have probably been the three people who have I've talked to the most consistently and that have been there to support me through all of these changes in my life throughout this and not have have not once judged me because of it. Um and not to say that you ever would, but it's still something that I feel like needs to be acknowledged because people want they want to hear like that you're actually doing things for them when you know that you're putting in the effort. So I just wanted to say that out loud that I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. You guys have definitely held me down in this fucking weird place in my life. And it's been a very long road. And even though it hasn't even been a year yet. Um, but uh, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. So. <laughs> and this is an episode 100. Like a giant tree. We're branching out to the sky. We are a family. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, we no, are going, keep going, keep going. Keep, no, no, no. just you and I, because we are a family. 
Okay, sorry. And I expect y'all uh, oh, when I when I do make when I do make my <laughs> make my uh, you know my drag queen um, <laughs> fucking uh, when I I decide to to put myself out in the market as a drag queen. Listen, I expect, I'm gonna be in the audience <laughs> like this. Yeah. Rogan. Let me, I'm gonna do the. Uh, let me tell you something, y'all. I'm gonna do the death drop jump. Let me, right? let you, let me tell you something. If you do that, yo, you see that, that ball head, head, y'all, y'all have never, y'all have, y'all have never been to a party. I'm saying this to the PNB community. You have not been to a party until you've gone to a gay party. Oh, they're so good. Yo, it's it's. If I told you, niggas used to turn up it's, in underground. It's next bro. level. That shit it's was next lit. level. In e- being being a being a woman like because I went to the town before it was closed. Yeah. Being a a well at that point I identified as a straight woman. Being a straight woman at a gay club on bear night, son, bro. Son, be- one ben, of the fucking about that. Phen- ben, most phenomenal walk, nights of my life. Being a straight man walking into the town, <laughs> the first thing I see is a full table of condoms, and I'm like, "Yo, this is what we hit doing tonight, son?" Yes, <laughs> literally. Gay men be yeah, fucking. yes, yes. Okay, and everybody's that, up there. No, that, up. I was like, "That's the title," but no, yo, and you know how I turn up? I was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't hang with y'all. Can't, I can't." They, they are wild. Son. They are yeah, fun. yeah. And everybody voting for real. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold I'm you. crying. I've only been to Nelly's. I've only I still been to Nelly's. We gotta go to a drag brunch once. Yo, I know. For real, for real, for real yeah. Nelly's. It, and, 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 them niggas be yo, fighting and, and outside. These gay clubs. Man. They be fighting like shit. It's because it's used to At any of these gay clubs, you always see a battle dance. That's the one thing I always see. I didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I see somebody battling. Like, they. Also, there's yeah. a gay there's a gay strip club um, that has a drag drag club underneath it, right over mm-hmm. by uh, Audi Field. That okay. is oh, that's okay. my yeah. So it's a dra- there's a, it's oh, a drag money. bar like on the first floor, and then on the top floor is a, an all nude male gay strip club. Okay. One of the oh. most fun nights of my life. And like I, can I can't, I can't, I can't suggest it to everybody. It's called secrets, though. I can't suggest it to everybody. <laughs> no, that's but right. that shit was the most fun that I've ever had. I've never seen so many people in my life that were my friends that were so uncomfortable while I was in my element. Aww, I was funny. so in my element. Like there's so many dicks just flopping around. They was, they was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ones, yes, and they all had, they all had, they all had socks on. They all had like crew socks on <laughs> with shoes that you could put because they didn't have nowhere else to put the money, right? So they had to, you have to oh, suck right. the money so they socks, put in socks. So they had to wear shoes and socks, but then are completely nude. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, so many stomping in my I'll, Air Force I'll, I'll ones, but I, yeah, I'm just saying, y'all obviously don't need to go, but it's fucking, it was hilarious. It was great. And, so um, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I've never seen so many dicks in the same place. I saw <laughs> a man suck his, suck his own dick. I I also saw I also saw him shoot a dollar bill from his butthole. So twice. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A poop? Yeah, it's like, like, a, like a little like yeah, a, 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 poop, a poop on demand. Hold up, dude. no, 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 yo, what's the PNB for the week? Oh, hey, hey, wait a second, that is a boot. You literally just farted. Oh, no. But, but on demand, nah, on demand. Hey, Gigi, what's I'm the PNB for the week? Hey, hey, bro. So, what? like, did he flip? Wait, wait, hold on, before... like, did he did he flip his legs over his head, like no. to suck his dick? Like, how we get? Yeah, like, which position did he get in? Um, like, I saw him actually just bend over. Oh, he's flexible, flexible. Oh, he's flexible, flexible, <laughs> yes. And then he's also the same one, full-blown, just like... 
Well, hold up. Wait. Just <laughs> 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 the dollar bill was just like, was just like. <laughs> so he, so he suited his. Okay. Yeah. All right. He suited it, booted yes. it. Yes. Yes. Right. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Stadium. Great night. Probably. I have I have lots I have lots right. of stories, y'all. I have lots of stories. Hit me up. Pooting a dollar is hilarious. Yeah, Twice. Two times. Sucking your own sucking <laughs> your own dick is is son, I was stuck at that part. I was shocked. I was just trying to figure out the angles you took. That's all. Yeah, no, bro. It was it was full bone just I mean it was a pretty it was a pretty good size. Yeah, but still being able to bend at your hip, you know what I'm saying? That takes a level that of flexibility. That is that is that is a That's... certain point of your hip that is yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that it was it was he definitely yoga. does yoga. It was worth the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was take all my <laughs> points. He do he do power yoga. <laughs> Big room. He definitely he, de- <laughs> Hot yoga. he definitely was a power bottom. Okay. All right, Throw that ass no, back. Uh, I ain't really got no PMB for the week, man. Like I said, <laughs> like I said last week. I, I definitely want niggas to be safe out here. It, it's definitely crazy outside. I saw a video earlier of the NYPD. Uh, it was like an NYPD, like police union president getting up there oh, talking about you stop treating us, treat like, us animals. like animals. Yeah, yeah. Treat us like thugs. Oh, the I'm, same way you've been treating black people? Yes. Stop it. But with that being said, we know that that's a message that's going to ripple out the community, ripping out the United States. And I just feel like there's going to be a, a, a uptick in the hostility that police have towards us that already exists. So just be on your P's and Q's on your out there protesting or just living your day-to-day life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, a lot of these niggas is walking around with a, a chip on their shoulder as is. They're walking around trying to puff out their little chest and their little vest. Um, just, just so, like I said, man, just be safe out here. You know what I'm saying? Your job is always to get home at the end of the night. Don't put yourself in a position where they can use the whole I was I was afraid of my life and that bullshit they like to run. You know what I'm saying? And I know you could be completely innocent and still find yourself in that situation. But what I'm saying is, you know, if you're you know, be cognizant about the things that you do and how you move, especially now with these niggas talking about they got a target on their back. Cause okay. they're gonna turn around and put targets on our back. So let's just be safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Stay on your P's and Q's man. Oh, so my my P and D goes out no, to go. um, I saw it on Twitter yesterday. All them fuck ass NASCAR fans. So, so my my fellow NASCAR drivers, oh, yeah. shout out to y'all, Dale Earnhardt, you know Kevin Harvick. Yeah, nah, this nigga said nah, my fellow. I'm hold saying, on, hold on. Like, you like, they, you drive, they, they're, they're allies to the community. And that Dodge you know? Dart. <laughs> hey, low key though, don't David look like the nigga with the Budweiser? And the glasses. He, he does. What did I say last night? Hey, but look, look, they, <laughs> they talked a little, little commercial, <laughs> little segment, little video, um, supporting the, the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, also, shout out to Mitt Romney being out here. Yeah. I didn't expect that, but I did find out um, through some research that I think he was the only Nobody Republican did. who voted for impeachment of Donald Trump. So shout out to him. But. Um, my PMB is for the NASCAR yeah. fans, man. And na- this doesn't, obviously, this doesn't include everyone, but the select, the select majority who oh, decided mad. to hop under in the comments of this video and truly showed me what America is really like, man. It was, if I, I'll forward mm. the, the motherfucking thread to people, it was wild, the things that were said in this thread. And I made it a point to just mm-hmm. go down one by oh, one, yeah. retweet and respond. And let me tell you, the hate tweets that I received back, I was just like, man, this peak racism. And I loved it, though. But 
Hey, hey, they they hit me. Yeah. With they hit the, you. Uh, Did they hit you with the hard ER? ER? One yeah. of the guys screenshotted one of her tweets and sent it to yeah. me. Yeah, like that was supposed to discredit me as a black man. I was like, she she don't she ain't never had a black dick <laughs> in her life. Okay. The one thing that I love doing is <laughs> pissing yo, off people. I, with I dare say she hasn't had any dick in her life. <laughs> no, yo, I should find out. Come to find out, she married. I didn't know she was married <laughs> to who? A white, man. a white man, of course. I was about to say one of these. Yeah, yeah, she married to a white uh, man. What did uh, what did she say last night? The girl with the pink. The oh pink yeah, pink? exactly. Okay. The, um, oh, um, um, shorty. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, small yeah, pieces, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yikes. Nah, yeah. now I was saying nothing. I nothing gives me joy than <laughs> pissing off them niggas with the American flag in their bio, like. They got all the time of the day. Guess what? I ain't working right now, so I got all the time. All of it. Go back. I know. Sorry, but yeah, nah, yeah, I definitely saw the NASCAR. Yeah. I didn't know there was a black NASCAR driver. Yeah, they 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 exist. I, I'm not hip. <laughs> and a lot of the, a lot of the pit crew is it's just like you remember I, you remember Talladega Nights, right? Yeah, Bobby, yeah, yeah like yeah, even yeah. his pit crew had black members. Like it's a real life thing. So like maybe they're not the a lot of the drivers are not, yeah. but it's just like hockey. Yeah. How now just they're. They're becoming right, like more right, people, right. more black men and other people of color now being introduced into these yeah. sports that are, you know, predominantly white. It's the same right, with NASCAR, right. except they're the people who have been getting these and, men on and the road but, and allowing them to actually win for many it, years. It, it's funny you say that because there was a picture of like several pit crews yeah. taking knee, and, and I noticed and, that and buddy, some uh, of them, like most of them, they, was black men. People like the that. that a lot of racism. Yeah. I think there was a story a couple of years ago about the the gentleman. He was a a, a goalie. In the NHL, and fans were the oh yeah, Ooh, calling him the, calling him I remember yeah. that N word, calling him monkey. Oh yes, all soccer is the worst. Mm-hmm. Soccer is the worst. Same thing as soccer. But, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, same thing as soccer. Yeah, they throw the bananas on the field and all kind of wild shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Same thing as ridiculous. And there was a um, uh, there was a coach. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. There uh-huh. was a coach. I think it was. I think he's the coach of Texas football team. Oh, UT? I saw that. Yeah, but he basically said, and um, he basically said, "How can y'all root for these black men on Saturday and high five your friends when they score a touchdown and and um, cheers with beers and drinks and shit like that? But then when you leave the football stadium, you go outside and you look at them, the less than humans. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he was like, how do you, how can you call yourself an American? How can you call yourself a, a human being when you can walk through life? You celebrate, like you that? celebrate them when they're for your entertainment, but as soon as that's done, well, that's, they're that's, dispensable. Nothing to else. You. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not for consumption so word that's word that's word um my i don't really have a pmb but um just considering um what i'm currently wearing i just wanted to say that it's going to be important for people to continue to support black businesses after and and like up and coming local like your local Mm-hmm. business owner and entrepreneur um i happen to be wearing a shirt um by a friend of mine um he has a clothing line called currency clothing um his is a faith-based collection um but it's i forget the scripture but it's basically um faith is the currency of the kingdom and i had the pleasure of designing the logo which is kind of dope but um but yeah he's i mean super duper like up and coming dude and just dope and bomb as a mug and then um i just picked up um from a homeboy of mine from ages ago um he has a collection of clothes um he has shorts now which i'm wearing um hats called all verb no convo um so shout out to both kareem and yeah, yo, what's good, bro? Yeah, yeah, he's a friend to the show and the PMB in general. So, um, shout out to both of them. Please go and support 
um, I will post on my personal page, you know, their information. I'm sure we can link their stuff down here definitely. as well. Yeah, um, that's what we you know, in the podcast, um, like information or whatever. But but definitely support, <clears throat> definitely support anybody that is trying to do something, especially if they're black. Um, because it's important to not just support monetarily, but remind them that like what it is that they're doing mm-hmm. means something. And they have the potential to be as amazing as they truly are. Um, So shout out to those amazing black men, um, you know, trying to do something different, trying to show people, you know, know something different and be the best they can be. So shout out to them. Absolutely. Also, black brands. So so do do your research, bro, because like uh, Carly just got, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, She just got me hit to Cantu. Autumn hair joints. Yeah. Cancel yeah. white African product. Uh, Shea Moisture just sold a jump to white Carol, Carol's daughter Carol's is, daughter's not, is not anymore. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the what's the company that make the uh, the blue and the blue grease? Blue magic. Um, yeah. Everybody know them. They uh, mm-hmm. this owned by a white lady. I just seen what blue magic. Blue, not, oh, not blue magic is the. Is what a, are you talking about? Supergirl. It's like Fuck. the Bronner Brothers. No, Bronner Brothers. Carol's girl. Yeah, she just she literally just got me hip to that. Keep talking. I'm gonna find it for you real quick. Yeah, Blue Magic Jump. Yep, it's owned by White Lady. A lot of those are just sold. They end up being sold. I can't even see it on my phone. That's my internet. My internet just went out, but uh, uh, I can't see it. Yeah, end up being sold. You are here, but all these other white companies. But yeah, no, I was just gonna say just to add on to what you said, Kaylin. Just because it's black doesn't mean that it needs to be sold at a discount either. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When niggas come and tell you, pay for people's stuff. Pay for their stuff. Pay for their stuff, man. Please support them the way that we support all these other brands. Uh, We don't go into the Nike store (laughs) actually get 15 percent off the Jordans. You know what I'm saying? We pay that. We we pay them two. We pay. (laughs) You pay that two hundred. You know what I'm saying? Period. So, y'all ain't having hey, no hey, problem. But look, Joy dropped a hundred bills, so at least you get fifty bucks. Um, wait, I think. Well, my PNB because I'm y'all are but late. I don't have a lot to say. But, um, but my main thing is because I talked a lot, obviously. Um, my main thing is uh, fuck the police, defund them, bitches. <laughs> Let's get this money into other parts of our community because we deserve, especially in, in education. Y'all people who are still out here on the front lines, I plan on joining y'all again. But for the time being, like, keep going. The more persistent and consistent we are, the better that these results will end up being. And hopefully we will get the change that we are looking for. So, yeah, fuck the police. That's it. Word. And and, and uh, don't, don't, I don't know if y'all saw it, but I'm saying that was your mayor. Your, y'all mayor, Mini, Minneapolis. Who? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. No, there you go. No. <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. Anyway, oh, but he, that, the, the dude, on he came out. No. He he gave his little prep speech. He he, he <laughs> came terrible. out. He danced at the, the cookout. <laughs> hey. He was, <laughs> yeah, but he, he, was, he, was doing, uh, he was doing okay. all of them nine nine threes, dog. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> and had his, his daggone jeans cuffed look, to his he was, ass. He was saying, but look, he, he was saying all that good stuff. <laughs> yes. And then his dumb ass went to a protest and they asked him, are you going to defund the police? Oh. And he told the oh. truth. He was like, no. And he got his ass booed. He got booed. That was... That young. The, oh the, my gosh. Get out of here. Oh, I miss that joke. I miss that joke. It is the funniest he thing. He had to. Oh, he walked Y'all, off? Okay. It, here's the thing, Definitely. though. Here's the thing. And not to and not to like 
take over this joint. But what's funny is the simple fact that, like, you know when, like, you were sitting around a table with, like, your homies, like, back in the day when you were a kid, though, and they start joining on you, and they're like, boy, you don't get your boy. And you had to just, like, walk home and Legit. be sad and, like. That was him. Mm, it was like, after. Mm. Damn. It was like that. It was like, was that it was before, like the next that. day. Damn, yeah, I don't know. Because he, he, he just knew, oh, like. Yeah, they love sorry, me now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fuck. The Nancy entire Pelosi. House of Representatives <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi for wearing their Kente cloth, oh, yeah. cloth ass mask oh, to yeah, pander man. to the black community, whether or not, because I really think that maybe they thought they had the right idea and they were like, we're gonna Yo. we're gonna show solidarity. I think they really oh, they I really they think they it. were, but y'all they were so genuine, black with some black lives that's not things. it. Y'all could have done something way Yo. more simple. She, Thank you. Hey, look. They, oh, no, well, no, yes, fuck you can, that. but the no, thing is, is that, that. they still, they still have the Republicans to actually battle with that. Period. So, like, I understand in trying to show that you're, you are with us, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. sis, that was not right. it. I am upset. I have been posting so many memes. <laughs> look. Oh, my God. Hey, that, hey Danica, yeah. that circle of life. Yes, and she bruh. couldn't get back up. But, like, the funny shit is, did y'all see the video? Like, the niggas was doing shit straight up. I said, Nancy, Nancy. I heard a little black insert. Nah, nah. No, they, nah, nah. Yes. Yeah. Carrie like Washington. Look, I have been... Click order I have been it was Carrie Washington. It was Carrie Washington. I was crying, dog. Like, there's a there's a picture of Cory Booker when he walked out. He's seen everybody for the first time in the Kente. And I don't fuck with Cory Booker at all. Because it was, it was all face, our reaction. His reaction to the Kente clause was hilarious. Like Danica oh said... Gosh. I I get it. Y'all wanted to show some gestures, but this ain't it, man. This ain't <laughs> it. Y'all too old to be down on your knees for eight minutes. Period. No, come on. Right. And get and, and back the up. Length so of, it, it took like eight minutes, minutes for them to get to the Listen, start like this, y'all. That wasn't it. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't it, man. Where y'all get, where you think they got the kitchen in bulk from? You they had masks, though. It was definitely an Amazon order. It had to be Amazon. Because <sighs> they... It was generic, an yes. it was an Amazon order because it was the most like basic kente. Yeah, it wasn't like let's go to Union Market yeah, for one yeah, of those yeah. fabric stores. No, African print. Type in what African? It's fun. What about African print? What about homegirls? Uh, I want to say it was Rabia. Shout out to her if it, was, if it was you, but if not, still shout out to you because you make making moves out there in Richmond. She actually opened up an ice cream shop in Richmond right before COVID hit, so she is going through um, some turmoil with that, but. She will see definitely push through and see the end of that. She's the owner and operator of Ruby Scoops Ice Cream, another VCU okay. alumni. But she had put on her Facebook and was like, all right, y'all. Y'all definitely need to know the difference between the type of kids and clothes you need to be wearing depending on African, the type of celebration. African so that goes back to what you said, Kayla. They definitely they need, I, I dare, I dare, yeah. I dare Just, say that they yeah, acted what, yeah. so African what, stole what kind of <laughs> Stole is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Son. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yep. they, they might as well you know have done they, this. <laughs> The black, the, and then somebody the said, the "I'm going to summon the black pandemic." Stop. <laughs> they was yes. Uh, right, strip you of the what? Oh, All you need no. was Forrest Whitaker and that weak African accent. Oh, it was, yeah, it nah, was that, bad. That, it would be street really away. Yeah, that his accent was, was about as weak as that that Ooh. move that they did. Yeah. It was yeah, it yeah, was it was, it was bad. The pictures like, saw, were hilarious, saw, but then I saw the video of Nancy getting stuck in her ooh. intern going to I grab saw, her, pick her up. Cat, I, I said, look up, look up black like, women always did to clean up the like after, What was it? What did it say? <laughs> oh my god, it was like me after uh he asked me to ride him or something like that. And that was I could relate. I related so bad because my knees be snapping, cracking, and popping. 
So <laughs> it hit me to my heart at that moment, but also fuck all of them because that was goddamn ridiculous. Hey, look, hey, look man, look, I, 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 I like the vision. Yes. The execution was trash. Yeah, well, I, I, I see where your heart is. So, you know, make some bills. But do better. Right, right. Terrible. Actually do your job and... and you feel me? Yeah, they should have actually asked the intern yeah, pass, what she thought laws, and man. what should be the idea. Yeah, what that, should we do? That was pretty bad, man. It was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. We will. We will. Where can yeah. they? Yo, can you imagine sitting in the room with that idea being kicked around? And like, you, <laughs> nah, have, like, you, out, out, like, you yeah. have to do this for the, for the culture. It was too much. Yeah. It was yeah. too much. For the culture. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, how you we'll go? show them. How you go home and talk to your friends about that shit? Like, man, these niggas have you. This your older kids. Like, can you believe this Young, shit? Young, can you see the intern, like, leaving, holding her purse? <laughs> walking in. <laughs> Boo! Guess what these white crackers are? Like, and listen, I told them. And they texted her friends. I, I told them, but they listen. I told them not to do it. Listen, if I wasn't finna get this stipend, this stipend, this college credit, I wasn't about to do it. Because, shout out to them. Yeah, nah, that shit was bad. But look, shout out to right, them. Uh, yeah. All right, y'all. Look, look, look I'm going to wrap Bless it up. But, uh, All right, Dave, then we'll show up PNB. The vibe of the week, of the day, of the episode, is uh, Yo Gotti featuring Estelle. It's called Untrapped. I can't I can't get the, phone, uh, the song out my rotation. So definitely uh, a good listen. Y'all tune into that. Yeah. Untrap Yo Gotti. All right. Listen, okay. All right. Bye. Bye. And the album was done, I had to go back in on the shit. So I feel you more trap. Yeah. Where we start off, how we go wrong Niggas risk it all to put a nigga name in his song Niggas fighting over blocks that we don't even own Leave the house to get a bag and never make it back home Bulletproof truck, I'm full-time rapping I wasn't living like this when I was still trapping Son send me shit a tree like daddy what happened I'm like daddy alright, but daddy don't know what's gonna happen Niggas rapping gangsta lyrics and thinking it's cool To you the suspect or victim they post on the news So the dope that you selling, the dope that you use Y'all made popping pills cool, you niggas I'm a true independent, you niggas should listen Brother record label not, I invested my means I spent millions on my artists and did it consistently If it ain't real boss talk, nigga, watch how you mention me Real estate got it checked, 20 mil on net 30 in the bank, I'm 50 off, I'm still at that I seen a hundred bricks, I had a hundred Dracos with a hundred shots But till I see that hundred mil, I ain't really did nothing Nigga, I ain't impressed by a killer I'm impressed by a hustler Who taking care of his mother and his brother and his significant other put his niggas in position to show me love him. Hey, you know I just moved to LA, right? So I had to ride down Chris Shaw just to see it for myself. Damn. She had a call back home too, said shit ain't looking good. Life. I just paid a meal to the hour I rest. I don't agree, but then again, you can say I'm blessed. Late night, no sleep, you can say I'm stressed. Bruh, call, say he fighting for his life, say less. Caught a meal to the lawyer, straight cash, no check. Never lied to my niggas, I'ma stand on that. I didn't cry to my niggas.
Real brothers really love each other and nobody threats. I just went to J House, got here with reality. I got a long way to go, for real, this shit baffled me. meal on the crib and he not an athlete. If I don't make it for my family, this shit gonna be a tragedy. I'm trying to live life and make sure they proud of me. I give no energy to critics or niggas who doubted me. I'm a black owned business owner, entrepreneur. We all from the gutter, from the mud, from the sewer. Send a text to me, yeah. told him move safe. safe. Send a text to young I'm checking on your case. Send a text to bag. Boy, you on your way. You Don't get caught up in these streets. You one hit away. I sat down with Block. What up? Tell you're young, but you gotta take this shit serious. Like by more than guns, hoes, and a lot of jeering. I just hope that they hear me. I love these niggas dearly. They like, God, you change. Yeah, I call it maturity. I gotta get to the bag, and these labels be fearing me. Five million in watches and no stones in the jury. LFN on me, nigga. I'm securing security. I'm trying to get a hundred mil. Fuck facing the jury. Nigga think all that little shit you doing cool. Till you versus the motherfucking federal government, nigga. Then what? Then what you little nigga gonna do? Start telling every motherfucking thing you know, huh? That ain't real, nigga. That ain't no gangster shit. All these niggas on Instagram posting they motherfucking business and shit. Draco this, big tag that. And they gonna be the first nigga to rat on a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Whole social media shit to police, nigga. When you nigga gonna wake up, nigga? 19, nigga still telling on himself? Where they do that at? This rich gangster shit forever.